can start with an intro. Got a battery pack on that guy? Couldn't be here a while, <laughs> it's bro. It's 100% charged. I'm <laughs> sure that it's connected to that USB. What time is it? I don't know. Fucking battery's dead. Yeah, I got, I got plenty of time. So uh -huh. I've never actually captured any of this. Or Anything like, like this? Like a, like a dead-on interview, basically? A dead-on? Yeah. Well, this is a discovery call. Um, this is essentially what I do when I first meet someone. And I'm, in, and I'm like, okay, well, uh, let me tell you something a little bit about myself. I got you. And I go, I introduce myself. This is my background. Hey, have, what is your interest in some of this? And then that's usually where they start like, well, look, this is what I'm dealing with. Okay. Um, I will probably essentially start off very simply today. Like, I wanted to start with your back. Yeah, yeah. Which is like very, it's sort of like an initial touch, and it's actually quite... Um, leads into my Gemini with details and data and my science background and eventually it will take us to as that's that's spiritual and mm -hmm. eventually I will have you go like hey let's tell me your backstory tell me your let's get your story out yeah. because that is part of a healing journey is yeah. telling your story I and, totally agree I've been wanting to tell it for a long time I just can't figure out how to tell it you know well I, I, like Record it's all it's special at yeah this point, so and in the end like I there's going to be hour. like you've listened to some of our podcasts like i'm quite yeah, open about what i'm sharing with people and it's that somewhat of that openness that eventually draws same. people to you same and i've always just thought like i recorded two minutes on the trail yesterday yeah and you know running felt amazing record these two minutes and then i instantly put it in my pocket and i start to think i could post those two minutes i could cut them up i could make them sexy i've done it a million times still nobody gives it Nobody's yeah. looking at the Instagram, mine anyway, yeah. so it just puts me in a weird headspace. Like, I just need an hour. Let's just shoot the shit for an hour, and I'll yeah. tell you all about me kind of thing. Yeah, the, the biggest part with, the, with like, Instagram as a model, and, and, and I know I struggle with it, is that it puts a magnifying glass on a program of worthiness issue. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> a worthiness? Yeah. So like, I why I am not. No speaking. one's looking. I must not be worthy. Exactly. Right. Seen and heard. So it just like, it's a splinter that the vast majority of men have that mm -hmm. I'm unaware of, or they're really really willing to to expose. Now the only reason I can do it is because I've done like to talk about it and be like, man, I hate social media because of this, yeah. and it's like it just like rubs me the wrong way the worthiness but in the end uh, the people are drawn to you we manifest we keep the vibration that's just absolutely essential true true makes sense i think we're on screen here we got good sound and mm -hmm. we're ready to go so i'll just do a quick quick intro yeah just, yeah just and, the intro and we go right back to what and we're, we're going, going back basically right. all right um, thanks for joining me on the defy the norm podcast today um my my friend client buddy uh, Justin Lewis is joining us. He's an aspiring comedian with a very interesting story, and he's here to share some of his story, but also to hopefully help you connect some dots that can help you to understand what might be playing out in your life. We're just going to go, we're going to swing the full gambit, and my hope is that it helps you to realize, first, you're not alone, and second, that you could take some small steps to improve your life and this is very focused men fathers sons um, husbands so that we can kind of come together and realize that yes while we can be compassionate and be masculine and balanced out at the same time in order to get to the life you want you must understand the self at a level 
that allows you to pull apart and recreate yourself in the manner you want to become. And that's no easy task. I certainly have shared my stories on this podcast over the years and, and really just the beginning of my journey. But I like to bring people with me in the process. Um, if this is your first time to the podcast, uh, Robin and I chose nine years ago to move full-time into our Class C motorhome, 28 feet and travel the world with our children. Well, in the process, I discovered a lot about myself having the time and the space to work on myself. It was actually the hardest and most grueling thing that I've done. I've done a lot of physical challenging things in my life, but in the end, it was a self-growth journey that is unparalleled to um, anything I've ever experienced. And so I'm now focused on helping others, families, husbands, wives understand that while health is a important cornerstone and we'll get into that and just yeah. has a fair background with his own health journey i can tell you what he's doing all ups the right downs. things it's always ups and, downs. ups and downs but it's just the tip of the iceberg and it's important too and i recently did a reel that really hones in on this like hey your ice bath your meditation your breath work your fasting it's all going to let you down unless you go farther upstream so away we go Away we go. Welcome, brother. Justin. Away we go. That's a nice serious there. intro, man. There was so much in there, I was like, Shazer, write this down. These are quotes. These are quotes that need to be put into the ether, bro. So, like, what, tell me a little bit. Why, why don't you let everyone know? I mean, we could start off with how we met, right? Yeah, like, we can start there. We can start there. I always kind of I have a, I have a bad habit of interjecting. So that intro, I was like, shut your mouth. You don't say nothing. Don't do this thing. I'll ask you a question. But, um... Yeah, we met here. We met in the, the local spot we're in. Um, we did about the same pretty much. Not eight years ago, but three years ago. I decided, you know, I'm tired of a house. I'm tired of being locked down. I'm tired of being stuck in one spot. We never traveled because we couldn't afford it. But we sold our house, and now we can afford to travel. Met these guys about six months ago, and everything changed, you know. Like Victor said, you're always trying to work on yourself, trying to improve yourself, trying to become better, trying to do more, trying to be more, trying to, it has to get better. If it doesn't get better, it's never going to change at all. And are you completely comfortable with exactly where you are at this moment? I wasn't, and I'm still not. I never will be. But we sold our house and we started traveling. I got a wife. I got two boys, um, two golden retrievers now. It's crowded in there. It's always a zoo. You're always trying to figure out how to have more patience. But can't remember the original yeah. question. But yeah, that, that's, that's, me, great, that's a great start. That's, that's a great me. start. So full disclosure, um, just I've been working with Justin uh, since for breath work since we met. Breath yeah. work, um, just giving him some advices and steering in the right direction. And so, with his permission, we're going to actually go into what essentially the magic of of what a discovery call might mean, so that you can kind of see the journey. When I met Justin, it was apparent just by by gait analysis. Um, that there was something going on in his back. Yeah, yeah. Vince so tell us a little bit me. about that. Watching me at some point, I knew it because he could tell my back hurt. Yeah. You could tell my back was messed up right out of the gate, but we met. We met, and it was then. Wasn't like four months, five months after we met, I finally had an event with my back. Sure. Um, but my whole life, I have had back troubles. I pulled all the muscles in my low back wrestling my sophomore year of high school, and so. It always created this what's gonna happen yeah I was 15 years old laying on the floor and I couldn't lift my fingers my yeah. golden retrievers just like you know it's that's trauma yeah. that's traumatic you're gonna remember that yeah. especially at a young age 
my back was so messed up, it was so hurt that I couldn't really get up at 15 years old. Yeah. Do some training, we do some physical therapy, it's, it gets better. Uh, wrestling's out, wrestling career's out, but football stuck through all the way to college. Yeah. The back was always hurting. And so skip to, I'm 40 years old, um, working, living, just life. I train a lot. I used to train in the gym really hard. Uh, I hit 500 pounds on a deadlift. And about three months later, I move a coffee table with my son and bam, it's yeah. over. Yeah. It's over. I got to drive myself to the ER. They do a x-ray. They do CAT scans. They do the MRIs. They do the whole nine yards. And I start to learn that at one point my back was broken. Mm -hmm. um, I am nowhere near as good as you with the, <laughs> with the skeletal scientific analysis. But the one of the wings on my back, on my vert low vertebrae, had, had a fracture in it. Mm -hmm. Almost broke, but just healed itself. And then there was some slippage, which Victor can explain again. But my back wasn't really lined up right. It was pushed forward. So it always created this arch and this pain every time I stretch. So eventually I move this coffee table and my back goes out. I'm in the ER. I find out all this shit I didn't want to know. Sure. Right in the middle of training for a NASM certification, mm -hmm. National Academy of Sports sure. Medicine. I'm on the way to become a physical therapist. I love working out, man. Love keeping people healthy, nutrition, all of it. And the back throws itself in. Yeah. just really creates a mess and yeah. ever since then i get it healthy i do my core work you know it yeah. wasn't long ago i did another mri and we realized the back specialist said you know your core is ridiculous your, your core is plenty strong perfectly fine yeah. she's she's looking at tree trunks supporting my spine she goes you really shouldn't have an issue a little slippage right. whatever but i can't tell you why this is happening and i can't keep you from happening again sure you come see me we can shoot you up and turn yeah. off nerves but i don't really know i mean that, and that's the massive one. I think that's the massive one when they go, I don't really know. Yeah, they give me all these. don't give you really like the wherewithal. And I kind of remember that with when I went in for anxiety. Mm -hmm. right? Like I went in for anxiety and like in five minutes, she's like, here's a prescription for Xanax. Mm -hmm. Here's a prescription for antidepressant. Well, wait a second. I'm not anxious and I'm not depressed. Isn't there something else we can do? Yeah. Well, this is what we do. And I'm like, well, pump the brakes. This yeah, is pretty strong. So this is a similar kind of situation which I've seen time and time again um, over the last 30 years I've, I've sort of made a living out of fixing people that couldn't be fixed and I didn't realize then the PT sessions that I would do I'd be like okay well there is a tie-in here with um, where the mental state is mm -hmm. clearly and so that's one of the easiest and most accessible ways to start telling people like hey where's your stress because no one is no one is like uh, in general. Most people will say, "Well, my stress is high." They'll 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 willingly say that, but they they won't just jump into a deeper dialogue about uh, their past. Thankfully, I've been able to go into that level. So my analysis by Justin, in general, I can just generally walk. When people are walking, I can start to go, oh, "Okay, this is there. This is there. This is there." Mm -hmm. It's uh, a gift, really. It's <laughs> but it comes from being watch. like overly observant, really comes down to, right? So still, it's still that's a skill. I mean, yeah. being that observant. <laughs> yeah. You're right every time. I, some of the, my clients are solely joke joke around because I do all my work digitally. So when they're if I'm watching them do a squat and the camera's off, <laughs> like the angle's off, yeah. and like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I couldn't, 
I, it was, you know, too high. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, actually, I know what your feet are doing by what your neck is doing. And they go, what? Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's amazing. <laughs> or vice versa. And so the same thing is kind of evident. And so it was clear when I started to observe Justin that organically, while we have some things in the low back, which I went over and evaluated, okay, these things exist. But if I look at him and move him, and even I've never actually done a... A mobility test with him he would pass them all <laughs> and that's where we that's how we started talking about the yoga man yeah yeah i'm always flexible like right. that's the, it doesn't make any sense everybody's yeah. always said you're, you're so flexible it's crazy yeah but i feel as, as i'm walking if. around beautiful as if they're just gonna snap yeah. off the bone and yeah. i pulled a hammy i know what it feels yeah. like when that pops and i'm like why it's auditory is like this? that snap yeah. oh my god i was down for three four yeah. months yeah but I don't understand why I feel that way all the time. I feel so tight. Oh, God, so tight, so tight all the time. But then I go to yoga and Vic's like, what were you doing, man? You could talk to class. Yeah, yeah. Your so the mobility, his, uh, he has other level mobility um, regardless. Now, he has a little compensation in one shoulder, but that's because it's not even his. He's got a, yes, it, it, that's okay to disclose of that. Of course, right? he's, he's got, got one real, shoulder. Yeah, right, right, right. yeah so, I had a total shoulder replacement in 2016. Yeah. Went back to work three weeks later. But let's let's unpack a little bit more of the musculature. So, because I know there'll be guys out there who are in a similar situation as you. They start off. The vast majority of pe people see me initially um, because they're broken and can't be fixed, and they've mm -hmm. heard that I can fix them by one person or a word, or even they catch the wind of that in no in our nomads with a purpose. Um, and so they come and see me. And so I, I told Justin that he has less of an issue with his musculature and even his hard tissue, meaning the bones, because we know that bones are highly, highly, highly vascular, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And they're actually, it's like, they, we say bones are hard, but really they're, they're levels of softness, like much like concrete. If anyone knows mm -hmm. about concrete, it's always setting up. Oh, yeah. It's always setting up. Don't get me started on concrete. Yeah, yeah. I'll start talking about the back patio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. I, I speculated that he has a fascial problem and that automatically turned on the light bulb. It's like, I know that word, what do you mean? And so the tissue, the chicken skin that covers, and I always say chicken skin, because if you've ever worked on it uh, on poultry and like prepared your own food, if you haven't, you don't know this, but if you take the skin off, there's this little thin membrane that surrounds uh, all of the musculature. Like the membrane on ribs, kind of. Exactly. When you peel that membrane off the ribs so you can exactly. actually get them apart. Exactly, and so the membrane along that covers <laughs> that covers all of our tissue is connected in beautiful systems and there are very specific systems which I won't get into in this podcast about but it's a but they're connected in many beautiful ways that allow us to produce wonderful if you think of a, a baseball player that can throw a hundred mile per hour uh, fastball it's because of the beautiful connection from the very tip of his big toe on that launch leg to the very last moment when he lets go of that ball mm -hmm. it's all one beautiful system mm -hmm. that works to create elastic energy now here is the nuance yes there is a fascial issue and what that means is that it's in a state of not in a state of relaxation um, and why is that well um, data is showing that long-term memory can actually be held in our fascial tissue and in our muscles and so why that becomes valid is that now I have, now we understand that there is some evidence, mm -hmm. right? They're like, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it, that's, right. that, that's that woo-woo part that people get a little like, what are you but talking about? Memories can be held in my muscle, and yeah. I get it. Like, I've always had that thought, 
but it, it's a lot of woo-woo. And until we started digging into the science and you started yeah. telling me exactly how yeah. and why and where, yeah. man, it makes a lot of sense, though, after you start to think about it. You know, you start yeah. to practice understanding it. Yeah. It's not so woo-woo, really. It's really it's not. not. I mean, okay, the, the biggest, the first one is like, hey, can emotions make you sick? Well, the most people oh, yeah. are like, oh, yeah, stre stress can make you sick? Yes. So stress can make you well as well. You, you have to embrace that one. So as we started to talk about that, is iliosolize complex, which I see in a lot of men that are um, using a lot of um, Manipura. We'll get a little bit into chakras a little bit later. And when your Manipura is working, your solar plexus chakra, these energy hubs, start working at an active level, the hip flexors and the iliopsoas complex, which are muscles that lift the knee, start to get in this chronic state of tightness. Mm -hmm. And you would agree that mm -hmm. there is like this weird way, I'm like, I'm stretching like crazy. And oh, I have man. the same thing. Mm -hmm. I, I, can, I can do the splits all the way down both sides. And there was a time when I have a sense like it wasn't flexible enough. Hmm. And still to this day, I can do those things, but I don't feel, feel the as if the tension yeah, i don't tight. feel as if i don't I, yeah I, that's gone because i've addressed it in this okay. other way the tight feeling the is tight gone. feeling is gone but the emotion as opposed to my man i'm over at some point i started working on over split like the van damme <laughs> yeah. style kind of one stuff. chair on each leg yeah yeah i would use the mats the and kind of do it and i'm like why isn't this bit yeah. <laughs> opening up so we connect that and go okay so my emotions are check what do i do Right. And so the first step was started going and then this is a great opportunity to go in. We did I take people into the deep end with our breathwork practice. Oh yeah. yeah because it's my I favorite did, place to be, bro. Yeah, yeah. And so we'll get into that. And I did a deep um holotropic with uh, chakra healing with Justin early on when we met because I knew if we just like you know, just go in I, most of my clients I like to take in the deep end right away. And so let's let's talk about that next like yeah, what was your experience right. what was your interest initially i think it was a talk in the jacuzzi it was yeah <laughs> we actually we probably met in the jacuzzi it was a, it was a party that time yeah we met about, i think that's when we met christian I, yeah and i wasn't there i was still working yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. of course you know, always working. <laughs> we're hiking on the mountain you're working yeah, yeah. it's crazy um but yeah the breath work the breath work i kind of dipped my toe in years ago but i went through the ice so to speak oh, sure. you know and you know, I was listening to a lot of stuff because I was driving and I listened to all this stuff. I find Wim Hof. Sure. So Amazing. If anybody doesn't know the Wim Hof story, you'll find it. But I start going with cold and I noticed the cold take me to the breath. And I'm like, Wim Hof talks about the breath and the cold. So I could tell that I was going somewhere. And then when we met, you saying you're a breathwork coach. And I'm like, okay, I'm not the guy who's going to go woo-woo. No, I'm with you. I hear you. What, the, what are we doing right now? Help me. And so we did that first session, and I literally. So you did your first session with Robin, right? And I did do your first session yeah. with Robin, and that was okay. I'll talk about the first session yeah, with yeah, yeah. Robin because it was completely different than it was with you, yeah. and that's important to note. I did a session with Robin and my wife at the same time, and there was a lot of anger, there was a lot of emotion, there was a lot of rolling around on the floor, there was a lot of you know Netflix documentary. <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> I punched the floor. I mean, yeah, I yeah. Was, it was, the emotions were all yeah. coming out. Everything's coming out. It was intense. Yeah. And a lot of people would think they lean towards like pharmaceuticals or some kind of hallucinogenics or psilocybin, nothing. but I got nothing. I got nothing but oxygen coming in, <laughs> going out and water in my system. It was crazy. And then about two, three weeks later, I did another one with you. Yeah. And one of the things you said, which I still think about even when I'm doing my own work by myself, 
is to limit voluntary movement. Yeah. When you feel like, oh, I got to stretch this out. No, you don't got to stretch that out. Don't move. The only thought you have is to make sure you're not moving and let your body do what it wants to do. And all of a sudden I just start curling up. Everything starts locking up. My arms are freaking out. And again, oxygen and water, and it's just all going south going south I start panicking a little bit because I'm like I mean, what if I can't get out of this yeah I've seen what this looks like when people can't get out of it and I'm like oh my goodness and here comes the dragon yet again yeah the dragon comes back out and cleanses the valley with fire so to speak yeah. and an hour hour and a half later I just oh, melt man. Yeah. melted into the floor I felt so much better everything was amazing like three four days it's like you're like you're riding a high for four days yeah. with no downside at all. Yeah, so so the, the specific breath work that we do is to access, intentionally access the subconscious. We already alluded a little bit to, to Justin. He had a little bit of a fascial problem, right? And so I was like, oh, there's something there. But the challenge for a lot of people, um, and hopefully this video or this podcast, wherever you're catching us, you realize when we first meet someone, it's difficult to be like, Tell me your story. Yeah, tell right. Me, tell me all. Dump all of your we stuff. We should on. do a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Let, <laughs> I just it, met you. No? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so we, the nice thing about breath work is it can lead us the way into mm -hmm. what is perception, and quite easily what we do as practitioners is we start taking an observation of the body, and, and reading energetic, how the body is responding is going to tell me where the blockage potentially is and what issues we need to start to bring to the surface mm -hmm. over time. And um, you go ahead. I, and the more I've actually worked with you, the more I've noticed you can feel those blockages. The more time you put in, ah, there the, more, the more you understand the breath work, so to speak. And even if I tell people now, I tell my wife even, like you gotta set the alarm if that's what it takes. Yeah, Give sure. yourself five minutes, just take some breaths, close your eyes five minutes before you get out of the truck. Just start to practice and focus because then you can feel the blockages. Like the yeah. reason you're going to see me moving around, if you if you have the benefit of seeing our beautiful faces, <laughs> if you're just listening, I'm moving around all the time because my root chakra, my back, is always blocked up. It's always yeah. tight. So I move around a lot, have trouble finding a comfy spot Yeah. because you can notice the blockages you're talking about. Yeah, and so that metacognition takes... Took, us, took you a little bit of time to feel, right? It took, oh, yeah. It's taken a little bit while. We say the first thing we start talking chakras, the first time, you should, I know you had some awareness, mm -hmm. but for the for the most part, would you say it was a kind of like the first touch, like into, understand, into that world of energy? Um, as far as chakras, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chakras, the energetic, like there, I know there's energy, but sure. boiling it down to chakra points. Yeah. And, um, and maybe in the Enneagram, get into that another time, but all of it kind of really solidified it solidified yeah. the energy movement because i could always feel it always feel it until i told you now could be previously the past 20 years yeah. i can feel my back at all times does yeah. it hurt not i don't know but i just god what is the deal but yeah. now i know what the deal is and so i can actually feel it go away for yeah. a couple of days yeah. and i'm like oh man my back's good and there's, there's, a, a, there's a potential trigger uh-huh right? there's always that trigger it off. and it literally sets it off because i feel it i was telling you telling victor this morning while i was hiking i felt like this band of tension in my back mm. it just came from my knee but it came out of the ether and my back just went "Ooh, why and i start to realize that it doesn't have to be pain and scary sure because it didn't really hurt it was just there yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, that could be my back healing. I don't have it, to be And it could be your back healing. And, you know, 
to give a little context to that, Justin saw his dad go through all some of the same episodes growing up where his back would go out and he was essentially kind of an invalid didn't do anything right more like, story sure more yeah, story yeah, that's my dad was like 420 pounds yeah my dad i'm not small they tell me i feel small this body dysmorphia <laughs> <it> to <laughs> body dysmorphia will ruin your day yeah. um so I'm, I'm fine i'm a big guy my dad was 420 pounds six foot six maybe seven uh, the biggest number I ever heard was pushing 440, I believe. Yeah. And then he starts to work on himself in high school. He came down, but but you can imagine a guy that big working yeah. construction, not not running for a world's strongest man, just carrying boards. His back is hurting. His back goes out. So as I grew up, mm-hmm. I didn't know what was happening. Now I do because I felt it. Mm-hmm. I have seen my father through looking at myself from an outside perspective that's a big thing it's crazy man like i can literally wow that looks just like your dad did oh yeah and i'm going even how you're bending down to pick up something so the back goes out and i realize well that's what happened my dad his back would go out yeah his back would go out he's down for two three four days i would see it all the time and you've said that that's why it happens to me because that's what I expected yeah. to be. Yeah, there's an epigenetic. Um, these days when I work with people, I want to just get straight into epigenetic, which is, uh, you know, some of the things that we see and emulate. Um, heck, even in some level, that there is there is a theory that says the kids simply look like us because that's what they're seeing right. from a very young age and their body mm-hmm. develops as opposed to like this purely genetic link. Mm-hmm. Um, and so epigenetics play a big role. Um, and I have another client, for example, who has a who has a similar back issue to you. Of course, he's never been MRI, but started working on a farm full time by age eight. Mm. And so every time we would do, I would, you know, part of what I do in coaching is send, him work, send people workouts. And so I'd be like, okay, you're, you're doing great on your squats. Let's add in some deadlifts. Now, mind you, this is a young man <coughs> in his 30s who has been exercising. He was a collegiate runner. So we're not trying to break world records on his squat, but he was squatting over 200 pounds pretty regularly for you. This will resonate. Nice. But on his deadlift, for some reason, every time he would deadlift even sub 100 pounds, his back would go out. And I'm oh. using quotation fingers because I'm like, hmm. So is a weak paraspinal, is there an injury? And I'm like, I would evaluate, did all my, did all my physical therapy. There's nothing wrong with your back. Then I sit him down and go, tell me about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. And comes to find out that deadlifting reminds him of picking up, picking up two five-gallon um, buckets of feed for the cows at 3 a.m. every mm-hmm. morning. And so every time he picks up a bar, it reminds him of how much his back hurts now that's, that's a different one that's deep but it makes that's sense deep. it makes sense it makes perfect so sense. so what's my job well we don't need to deadlift really we we could have a full full you know single leg bulgarian split squats mm-hmm. uh squats we don't need to deadlift another day in a life he swings a kettlebell beautifully like off and running <laughs> now but the important thing is to realize that it's story PTSD, it's essentially and we say ptsd playing around with it but that that's that is real and that and so some of that we've pulled apart a little bit like just because you saw your dad do that does not mean and this is where generational kind of trauma starts to build in and you're like oh well i have you know six generations of bad backs do you have six generations of bad backs because you genetically are are modified to have a weak back well i i 
I smell BS, and that mm -hmm. one, I go, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, because the genetics are going to support you. They're you're a human being. Boom, and now you're we're getting into this being. divineness. Of you know, you, well, you can watch, right? I watch my dad's back go out all the time. Yeah. But that doesn't mean my dad was born with a bad back. Yeah. So I wasn't born with a bad back. I have some trauma, some shit happened. Yeah. And I hurt my back. Yeah. But just because you watch those memories doesn't mean that that should be, like you said. So your genetics exactly. shouldn't play a part in injuries yeah. and yeah. things like and that. And I get a lot of people that say, oh, I have bad heart because of my father. Like, whoa. Yeah. And then we get into being. So whether you're talking about the quantum field, the universe, God, Allah, whatever you want. And okay. we're like, we're creatures, beautiful creatures of that are be created in image and likeness. Mm-hmm. Then you were created in perfection. If you're created perfection, you think you were flawed. Yeah, you ain't gonna be flawed. You're perfect. You're perfect the You've way you are. You've been created according to the way you are supposed to be. Yeah, that's why it always it, it almost blows me away every time I see somebody who we want to keep it politically correct, of course. So you pick your terms. But if somebody is lesser than an average person or they clean, seem to clearly have some troubles but they are happy they're happy sure. i've seen people in wheelchair i've seen people with yeah. physical deformities i've seen people with mental issues i've seen people with problems that are happier than i think yeah. i could ever be yeah because they've accepted that they are who they are yeah a lot of people back to the epigenetics don't accept that they just are who they are yeah they are who they've seen mm. And there's no reason for them to be that way. Sure, sure. Yeah, that. But they that don't goes understand. Into a bigger, maybe. broader, oh, course, like self-worthy. Robin and I always say this: we're dealing with a, uh, a global self-worth crisis, and all oh, of yeah. that. And none of that stems from, you know, um, we can go deeper down the rabbit hole as to two parents and they're working and struggling and and a monetary system and money that's been inflated so that they they can't ever get ahead, and so they're essentially have these families and then they can't pay attention but they're also carrying some of the burden of the previous generation and so I, this is a good opportunity to get a little bit into your your stuff before we do some more dot connecting a little bit yeah um, but before we get into that like tell people what you currently do um because my data guys my, my okay. what we call faux scientists what's this like because everyone yeah like what does he train like, mm. like let's talk about what your training protocol has been like working out wise because mm. exercise has been part of your life uh, i would Forever. since you were in high school well um when you got serious about football structured exercise correct structured exercise correct. that's yeah. where i want to start a little bit to get because that'll sure. zoom someone out like Here's a guy who's been working out his good portion yeah, of his yeah, life. Yeah. So talk about that for a little Structured bit. Structured exercise. And then where it's gone. Yeah. In high school. Um, yeah. Before. So high school, I started structured exercise because of football. Correct. Like football, wrestling. Like I said, it blew my back out. I say blew my back out. That's it's, okay. It's easier. He my caught back, himself though. My back was blown out. I was on the ground. What do you want me to say? He, he, <laughs> he's key, but you caught it. But it was probably, well, it really was. They had me wrestling with 275 at 215. I'm 215. He's 275. He knows what he's doing. He's been doing it since he's yeah. five. Yeah. I just got here yesterday. Yeah. He's a monster. I definitely pulled some muscles, but it is what it is. Yeah. So... We're exercising, I'm in the gym, and it's 1997, yeah. right? It's not like it is now. It's high school coaches, strength coaches, training coaches, squat, bench. They weren't really Clean. deadlifting. They were cleaning, and I was like, you guys kiss my ass. I'm D-line. I'm not doing that. I don't need to get it up there. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, they were doing all the traditional stuff, not a lot of auxiliary stuff, nobody's stretching. Yeah. Um, so I've always been in fitness, always. And then the yeah. back hurts, and then I go to college. I went to college to play football. College football had its ups and downs. Sure. Lost the shoulder, so to speak, you know, that's just like the back. I had a total shoulder replacement in 2016 due to college football. Sure. Always working out. Always, always, always working out. And then I became a big boy and an adult and I had a mortgage and I had a family. And I was like, well, I'm not just going to sit here watching yeah. football and drinking beer all day. That's yeah. not my game. I played that game. I can't sit here and sure. watch it. Plus, I'd rather be out doing stuff. Sure. Exercise and fitness. So I trained for... Nothing specific. Sure. People have always asked me, what are you training for? I'm in the gym and they're literally asking me. They see my, my tablets, my notebooks. Like, what are you training for, man? And I'm like, I'm just training not to be a loser, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Pick your terms. I'm training not to be whatever you want. I'm, yeah. I want to be the strongest, best husband, father, human being I can be. You know, I've watched people deteriorate over time and I don't want to deteriorate sure. over time. So I just keep training. And then I got into bodybuilding roughly 2014 maybe mm -hmm. 15 13 I spent a few years training a few years focused on nutrition body fat I got down to two I was at about 240 at nine and a half percent body nice. fat felt amazing felt amazing um, I it was awesome you know it was awesome like my goal which now over time I've learned was egregious my goal was 275 at 7%. Yeah. And even my buddy, he owns, he owns a supplement shop in Boise. He's like, why? <laughs> why, why are you doing that? Yeah, sure, sure. What's sure. the point? I'm like, because you won't be yoked, bro. Yeah, 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 sure. So I'm trying to get big. I'm trying to get lean. And I did. I yeah. did. I felt amazing. I finally saw a difference in the mirror. I loved it. Yeah. And then the back went out. Yeah. When I moved that coffee table. Yeah. And so it totally changed my perspective, completely changed my perspective. Yeah. I had just spent probably six or seven years. I mean, I was one of the original battle ropers, mm -hmm. dude. You, you remove CrossFit and its games and where yeah. it originated. I'm like, you guys battle rope? And all my boys at the gym are like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Just get on the bench. Get away from me. I don't want to bench. I'm yeah. only here getting that yeah. endurance. Yeah. Bro. I'm swinging kettlebells. Yeah. I'm riding dirt bikes, I'm doing the whole thing, I'm having a blast, always active, constantly training for nothing. Sure. And that's where I'm at now, but I'm starting to notice that I don't have to keep deadlifting. It's fun, I love it. You don't have to keep pressing 315 on the bench, you don't have to keep squatting sure. 500 unless that's your thing, that's your profession, right? Sure. Eddie Hall's a monster, and we all love him, because he, you know, I'm not going there. Sure. I don't need a deadlift at thousand. Sure. So I back off a little bit. I start breathing. Yeah. I start training that ice. I start training the oxygen. I start training yeah. for endurance. I'm jogging. I'm biking. I'm I'm doing more yeah. more exterior activities yeah. and less time in the gym. Yeah. More time in the sauna, however. I implement that dry sauna. Perfect. Really yeah. feels like a part of my life. Like I, I have gone a couple weeks without it. Yeah. And I can feel a difference. Yeah, so yeah. Just training so, different aspects, I think. That's perfect. So he's he's doing so if you've listened to that and you know what's out in the universe right now by people like Gary Brecka, um, who's telling you, and any number of different Huberman podcasts alone can be a kind of a one-stop for like, this is what works to create a fit, strong body. And there has to be a uniqueness to everyone training, which you just heard Justin essentially talk about. 
But one thing I wanted to broach on before we go even deeper mm -hmm. is the concept, these compensations that we make um, as mere mortals. And I will point to myself, right? And I've talked significant about uh, my backstory, my abuse, my feeling, violence, um, um, functional alcoholism in my family, and have that feeling. And so it's real easy to paint a picture when you feel weak or lack of control mm. for me you can add in when you decide uh, for me as to like how do i defend myself in this to become the strongest person possible so that no one can hurt me again and then it borders like like and you and i both have a little bit of this like do you think do you think that played a role into your like getting into being, feeling strong. It, it certainly is an am, amazing thing for all young men to feel and see your body change. I'm like, bingo. look, bingo. bingo. Like I look, I'm like, I wanna look like Arnold. Yeah. I wanna look like Sly. And then one more thing before. Yeah, and one more thing, like that. And then the slightly compensatory, like, okay, things go wrong. I can always get back to the gym. I can always use yeah. this escapism. So two things, right? Do you think it played in based on it? We'll get into if you feel comfortable with um, talking about trauma. And, and I've been pretty adamant. And this is an important part. So uh, do you think those two things were evident for you? The, the, the compensatory to like feel strong? Feel strong so and you then can defend yourself against events all odds. Yeah. Mental, physical, yeah. spiritual. Yeah. Creating a shield on the body, of essentially. Course. And then also... Uh, some level of escapism. Do you feel like that plays into it too? Oh yeah, of course. I, yeah, I should have took notes before I was talking because I can't talk and write at the same time. <laughs> I uh, the escapism part that was taken. I stack I, I stack blocks when people are talking. Yeah, I know. So you know, I start going down a path, but I'm still with you. And so I built this about the building a shield around yourself. Correct. Building a shield around yourself is a hundred percent. Like that's the whole reason I've ever done anything is because you know you told me it's got to be pg-13 so yeah. f you you know yeah. f get away from me i don't need you yeah yeah but you do need people you do need people but I, i've always trained i've always tried to to be tougher not need much be self-sustained because of that trauma you were talking about there's yeah. always been trauma i mean i can remember pieces right it's almost like you go out to dinner with your wife, right? You go out to dinner, see a movie or something, and you get you get back home, or the next day you're having your coffee, and you replay pieces of that evening. The movie was good, the dinner was good, your wife sure. was good. The little pieces. Well, that's how my whole life is. There's yeah. little pieces of, oh, shit. No, no. Yeah, yeah. These jumping stones of trauma. Yeah. And in order to not worry about those anymore, yeah. I got to be able to look in the mirror and go, it's not the same person. That's not the same person. I'm a completely different person. And I know that because there was a time in my life after college and before adulthood that I was working and my nickname on site was Tits. Yeah. They used to call me Tits and I'm like, that's this ain't gonna fly. Yeah. This ain't gonna work. What are you yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah. And so now no one would say that, I don't think. And I've sure. even talked to my buddies about that. My buddy asked me about my chest and he asked me about push-ups and I was like, yeah, yeah. I helped him build his chest up. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, I'm not the same person. Sure, 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 sure. So you build that shield around yourself to eliminate those past traumas. Even right. if you don't think about them. Even if they're in there somewhere. Sure. So you, I think there's definitely a propensity for people to do that. Yeah. To shield themselves. 
And the second part was escapism. Yeah, because there's bills out here. There's bills over there, and the gas price is going crazy, yeah. and everybody's picking their colored hat, and yeah. I'll be in the gym. Yeah. I'll be yeah. in the gym. I'm going to get away from all this trash that is clouding my mind, whether it be your own trash. Yeah. Maybe your wife's mad at you because you did something stupid. Yeah. Maybe your kids are just kind of sure. annoying because they're kids. You just... I'll be over here. I'll be in the sauna for yeah. 20. I'm, I'm escaping yeah. my own reality. Even if you don't want to escape it, you just need a minute. Sometimes yeah. you just need a minute off. So yeah. you so escape into yeah. your own physical into fitness. World. Yeah. yeah, into your own physical fitness. And so I, th I think it's important um, just to highlight that because Gabor Mate always talks about that and says addiction is anything you do in excess that can impact yeah. your life. And so both of us wavered. I mean, I, I, I have to really temper myself to this day. I will now start my watch and like I give myself 30 minutes because in the weight room, I will go and, and fight this battle that doesn't need to be fought. Bingo. I've been in the, I've been in the gym for three hours. Yeah. For what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. And you know, setting that timer, whether it's the gym or the breath work or the, you yeah. know, I need... Like with I the gym, it's limited. With breath work, more. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Breath work, no clock. Just, yeah, just go till I feel a certain way. And then real quick on that breath work, because of because of that thought, that aspect, like people, I tell people they're not really breathing. They're just walking around and they don't even notice yeah. they're, they need it. So yeah. to think about that breath work without the time limit, sometimes the best way for me to turn my head off and not worry yeah. about that stuff is just breathe as I'm yeah. walking a dog or... Maybe I'm, even if I'm watching a movie, I just, yeah. okay, I'm breathing. That's all I think about is breathing while I'm doing Yeah, that, that's a perfect segue, and we'll come back to um, more of your backstory in a second. Yeah, but, yeah. But Eight nine times. out of ten Eight people times. I evaluate, so nine out of ten people that I evaluate mm -hmm. have breathing dysfunction. Oh, I believe and What that. I mean is, like, I usually, get, that's a simple observation. Of and probably course. Justice could be walking around like, oh, you ain't breathing with your belly. I've already <laughs> done it. I've heard it. I've seen it. I'm like, brother, that's not how breath sounds. Yeah, and so breathing the distension in and out the abdomen why is that important people get all bent, bent out of shape especially people that are fitness minded mm -hmm. when i ask them like do you know how to breathe i know how to breathe <laughs> i work out all the time i can my maximum heart rate is this i can do this and i'm like that's what Wait random a second. people tell yeah. me of course i know how to breathe yeah i'm dead i ain't dead right and i go i go look Not there yet. are levels to this game just like there's levels to every game oh yeah and so the simple fact is that when you are in a distorted Go ahead. No, uh, take as many as you want. When you are in a distorted breathing pattern, you are in, not intentionally, but you are inadvertently keeping yourself in a fight or flight phase. So if you're shoulder breathing and you're not breathing like a baby would in its crib, you are going to impact what part of the brain centers you are acting in. And when you are impacting that, you are now impacting how you breathe is dictating in many ways how you are thinking. And, mm -hmm. and so that neofrontal cortex that sits in the front of the brain where the creative centers, the logic, the all the beautiful things happen. You are now in your primitive limbic system and the base part of your skull from just how you're breathing. And even though <clears throat> you might be productive at work, you know, you're sitting at a computer and essentially you're, we always say the saber-toothed tiger, you're, you're, act, you're breathing as if you're being chased by a saber-toothed tiger. Mm -hmm. Well, you're going to wreak havoc on your GI system long-term, your testosterone, um, um, and all of your major systems and and in Chinese medicine how you dictate how you breathe and if you start taking your subconscious thoughts what are they thinking and now they are correlating 
into your organ systems a particular thought, which we will get into mm -hmm. a little bit more in subconscious thought and how we breathe in the breath, breath work and what kind of trauma is there gives me insight into the window of what you've been thinking on the subconscious. Mm. And once I know what the subconscious is playing, now I know what your organ systems are thinking. And sense. the dangerous part of that is now your or you've trained your organ systems over 5, 10, 20, 30 years, 40 years in some instances, that you're thinking you're an a-hole or you're negatively thinking something's going to get me. Well, your organ systems are chronically now been trained to keep you in that state. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to take a gargantuan an emphasis to be like, no, I don't want to be this. And this is where this type of coaching comes in to go, all right, let's first bring your awareness to trauma, Enneagram, and your wiring. And then let's give you the metacognition, the ability to float outside your body to go, oh, this is happening. Mm -hmm. Let's give you tools eat this way, move this way, breathe this way, then we expand out and go catch yourself mm -hmm. when you start turning into the person. That's the first step. That's the hard part. That's the hard part. That's but, the hard part. But that takes a step. And then once you learn to catch it, do who do we want to become? Do something about it. Do we going to become, right? Yeah. And so that's a kind of a zoom out into what the what coaching of this type looks like, this holistic, bigger spectrum. And so this leads us a little bit into some deeper dialogue, if you're cool with me. Oh, of course. Cool. Of course. Everyone, whether, you know, big T trauma or little t trauma, and this is super important. As Justin Stairs shares his story, it's always very difficult initially for me to share the story. So I encourage you to not judge your story as is like, oh, people got it worse than me, Vic. Why does this Oh, important? yeah, and <laughs> I have a hard time with that. Yeah, was, yeah, so that's why I'm sharing it right that. away. Yeah. So when I shared mine, I'm like, hey, why does my story matter? It matters because the more you connect dots and we share these stories and connect this last little bit to know that we are deeper than we ever have been taught to experience. And 95% of our, percent of our thoughts are happening on a subconscious level and we have 80,000 thoughts a day. And so if we can start to access, whether it's big T trauma or little T trauma, it does not matter. So uh, I encourage you to, you know, at this point, share a little bit of that so that it helps our listeners go, oh, I have some of that. Because the ones that I have, while we have some similar, mm -hmm. the shield that we've been given by the universe, mm -hmm. i.e. Enneagram, mm -hmm. is uniquely different. I'm a two. And so, and, and and we'll get into a little bit of that. I don't want to go terribly into Enneagram. That's bigger, larger scope. But yeah, just that like, gets yeah. that gets quite a ways past the, the big T trauma and stuff. That, yeah. that's kind of tells you how to address the big T trauma without addressing oh. it first. So, you got to address the big T trauma, yeah. and you might not even know it's there. You know. Right, right, right. So you go might, ahead and so like go jump into that. Well, me personally. I knew it was there. I know it's always there. There's there's lots of different traumas, you know, through my life. Little ones, little bullshit trauma. So then big. there's big stuff. The first thing that comes to mind is sexual trauma from when I was younger. And nothing even happened to me. I just saw these things and I have these memories. And I mm. can't understand these memories, to be perfectly honest with you. I have a memory of living in an apartment complex in Southern California mm -hmm. in the late 80s. Yeah. It's not the best place to be yeah. now or then. And I had this little friend who lived downstairs. He was a little black kid. We used to watch Michael Jackson all the time at his yeah. place. Good folks. 
then there was this other kid, there was three of us about the same age, and this memory I have is, for some reason, we are all in the little dumpster complex yeah. behind the dumpster, mm -hmm. and these two young boys are doing things that two young boys should not be doing. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden my dad wings this dumpster out of the way. Yeah. Now, not to be like Hulk issue, not to, it had wheels on it. I remember sure, sure, it was sure. rolling. But, he was at, he was but remember, he's still 6'6", 420 pounds. Yeah, he's gonna the move man is going to move a dumpster if he wants to yeah, move yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He moves the dumpster. Yeah. And I didn't do anything. Mind you, again, I'm but seeing, you observe, you're seeing, I'm seeing these things happen. And I'm like, yo, guys, I don't want to play that game. Yeah, what are sure. you doing, yeah. Dad? Whoa. Now, how old are you? Um, this is Southern California, so I had to be at least zero to six, zero to five. So I was probably a, five I was or six when we actually started. Old enough to ride my little bike around the complex and go to the swimming pool with my family and hang out with my little buddies at the, at the complex playground. Yeah. Five to six years old, and I just hit me. Sexual trauma. Yeah. Bingo. And then, in order to stack on to that, Big T trauma, and I, you know, as a man, as a, as a man, as any man, you might be listening, you might be listening with your kids, you might be, there might in be the car, in the whatever. car doing whatever you're doing. But as a man, there is a propensity to lean towards a sexual atmosphere, and if so, so as a as a young man, you start to find material that takes you there. You sure, to sure, learn. sure, perfect. You're researching is what you're doing <laughs> at a young age, and it stacks on that young trauma. Yeah. And that becomes the things you see is, again, that's what a man should maybe look like sure. and how a man should maybe act. And sure. so takes you to adulthood and you wind up with more big T trauma. I'm supposed to protect. I'm supposed to save. I'm supposed to nurture. I'm supposed to look good. I'm supposed to do all these things a man is supposed to do. And I met my wife. Yeah. There's a lot of big T trauma, I think, in, on the way there, too. But sure. the most... The most significant big T trauma in my adult life. Take your time. You got me, bro. <laughs> the most significant big T trauma, we're just drinking water, remember, oxygen yeah. and water. The most significant big T trauma in my adult life is when my wife made the conscious decision to give up her child and choose me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've talked about that before, and that's a that's a heavy, heavy trip. And I should not have allowed that to happen. Mm. But you don't realize that until you get older. Yeah. And you start to stack all these building blocks again. Yeah. You know, you start to you start to figure these things out, and you start to realize that maybe you are the man, right? Maybe you are the man that you wanted to be. Yeah. But you weren't. Yeah. And you knew better. But you didn't really know better, right? So that big that's where the big T comes from. It's not sure. that you made a conscious decision to do something that does not benefit everyone. Yeah. You were young and you didn't know better, but it wasn't right and it still had to happen in order for everyone's future to move forward cohesively in yeah. a healthy way. Yeah. Plus, there's another adult involved. Sure. I said, I gotta go. Sure. And she said, I want to go with you. Yeah. So, okay. That's a decision. It's a decision. Yeah. 
Did I influence that decision? Most certainly. Sure. Did I, so different than me and Robin. Did I give ultimatums in a way? I, yeah, there were ultimatums given, but I knew that the course of life that continued with in-laws sure. would not be a life for me. Sure. And it's not all in-laws. It just happens to be... So that leads to, was any of that the right choice? Yeah. I absolutely love my wife. Right? Sure, sure, sure. Who doesn't? I got a tattoo on my finger because I'm a one and done kind of man. Yeah, sure, sure. She's sure. my ride or die. Yeah. Absolutely. But then she'll upset you. You, everybody, he's like, what, what did I do? Oh, yeah. I'm just going to sleep on the couch because I'm confused. Not yeah. because she told me to. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to stay out here because I'm still eating chips and watching movies. It's yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning. Screw it. I'm yeah, going to sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't understand what's going on sometimes. You get frustrated. You put that man back into the yeah, equation. Sure. I'm a nurturer, provider, I'm supposed to be protecting, and then, yeah. well, is part of that big T trauma diving in too fast and getting myself put in a box? Mm -hmm. Because now, there's a ring on the finger, there's people to feed, mm. there's a life that must be lived that you built. Sure. But you start getting small T traumas accrued with yeah. these stupid little arguments to me. A lot of people I know, a lot of guys I know, and even my wife, my wife herself, she can, we have an argument, we get in a discussion, it's not quite what it is, it goes away, it's over, she's fine, it's still in there, it's still in there, and I'm thinking, oh, I wish I didn't remember, well, who said what eight months ago, I wish I didn't remember yeah. who said they were going to do things that still hasn't happened, I wish I could just, whoa, mm. woosaw, yeah. so that takes me to the breath. Yeah. The trauma takes me to the breath because I love my wife. Sure. I'm not trying to argue with her. And nobody wants to hear, honey, I told you to take the trash out. You know, yeah. listen, honey, I know I'll take the trash out. Nobody wants to listen to the things that they're trying to avoid. Nobody wants to be reminded of the things that they got themselves into, so yeah. to speak. Or maybe they, maybe you took too big of a bite out of that pie. Yeah. And you just want to put the pie back. You can't put the pie back. If there's someone always going, hey, you said you're yeah, going to buy. Yeah, yeah, Why don't yeah. you buy? So I try to breathe and yeah. release that trauma. The big trauma is when the dragon comes out. Yeah. Like we talked about that breath work. I try to cleanse that. It's not my fault. It wasn't me. It's a whole nother life. I've actually told my boys, I used to ride bulls. Yeah. I used to ride bulls. I used to cowboy. I used to do all kinds of stuff. And they get shocked when they hear me talk. And they're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm 13, 14, 11, 10. I never heard that. Yeah. You did that? I'm like, buddy, I have lived so many lives before I even knew you. Yeah, sure. That it's hard to accumulate them all for Yeah, Yeah, I mean, and you jumped uh, you jumped from one pretty significant one um, into marriage. And usually what I... Didn't mean to. No, no, it's okay. It's just naturally. naturally. So yeah, so I'll bring it. I'm going to reel you back <laughs> Yeah, let's in. go back. <laughs> let's go back. And, 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 I'll, and I'll lead a horse to water here. Like, look, there's abusive would be a simple term oh, yeah. to use um, um, he was uh, living on a on a plot of land really right just really in for all extensive purposes raised yourself is that fair oh so yeah that could be more big T trauma because we, I grew up on 10 acres correct after California yeah I do jump man I do it all the time yeah I give you a piece and then we're gonna jump that's okay I got there. you I got you. Man. That's why I, that's why I'm an aspiring comedian because I can tell a story. It's just not gonna make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> so after California, I go from California and I don't really know why we left or where we went, but yeah. I know that 
after the dumpster incident, we're now staying with friends of yeah. my dad's yeah. in Fresno somewhere, and living in rural Fresno mm -hmm. in the 90s, everything's kind of falling apart. It's weird. Like, we're, you don't have your own place. You're mm -hmm. an adult with a child living with friends. Next thing I know, we go to Oregon. We go to the Oregon coast. Mm -hmm. There's more big T trauma there, I think, because yeah. all I've ever wanted is 10 acres of woods. Of course, that's what I want. Yeah. And it's because I grew up on 10 acres of woodland about 25 minutes from the Oregon coast. Yeah. Beautiful property. And I'm just outside with a golden retriever. Yeah. All day, every day. Yeah. I walked off the bus. I would walk a mile and a half, maybe, I don't know, maybe yeah. 10 miles, you know, the minimum. Yeah. I'd walk all the way home up this quarter mile gravel driveway, play with the dog all night. My parents were working. Yeah. My mom would get home late, you know, and um, coincidentally, that's what happens with my boys now. But Oregon, we'll the, back to that. Oregon was sold, and I, of course, I'm a kid. I'm just watching the loggers. I'm just watching the log trucks and the dozers desecrate this property. I mean, now that I'm old enough to know better, and I wish it was my property, it was desecrated. They logged all ten acres because my dad met a guy and my dad was gonna make a bunch of money logging his property and he did make a bunch of money but the money didn't work disappeared my mom's got a story mm. and my dad's not around to defend himself so it was all a shady deal and the money went south and the house and property was sold and we go to washington mm -hmm. so we go to vancouver washington uh rent a house and i grew up in vancouver washington for my preteens. Mm -hmm. I lost my virginity when I was far too young yeah. in Vancouver, Washington, which we only stayed there for a year. Mm -hmm. And then, poof, can't pay rent, don't want to pay rent, I don't know. Sounded like we were So getting, scarcity. Yeah. Like, there's always been like scarcity, we and that's the same story as I have, right? Quite a bit of like sense of like, there's never yeah. enough, it's never secure. Scarcity play with places to live, too. Yeah. Not only was the grocery bill getting yeah. bitched about all the time, yeah. Now we're getting kicked out of a rental house, and we got to go from Vancouver, Washington, all the way to Dayton, Ohio. So I got a 19, not me, my dad's got a 1990, I believe, 1990 Chevy one time. Yeah. I guess you'd call it a crew cab at yeah. this point, but it's only got the suicide the door little, thing. Yeah, yeah, the little tiny thing. Yeah, I'm 13 years old, bud. Yeah. Roughly this size. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm laying in the back of this little bench seat yeah. behind my dad with a newborn baby sister yeah. over here on the other side, all the way across the country to Dayton, Ohio, to yeah. live with my aunt and uncle and their two children. Yeah. Man. This is cool. I mean, just that alone. So, so just to interject some neuroscience, the concept of how we deal with stressful situations as humans homo sapiens sapiens tends to develop between the ages of five and 13. Mm -hmm. and so you got some massive triggers here right Big so ones. you got um, a perception uh, like while you weren't abused it's pretty pretty dramatic that it Im impacted your vision of the world oh, yeah. then you have a scarce scarcity through the majority of your life that had you moving so what home is is you know and what that feels like what and where and where the region where. changes everything right as well as some scarcity associated with like 
you know, we didn't even talk about a little bit. I know, it, like, my, my dad laid the smack down on my candy ass more than I can. Oh, I yeah. Mention. I hadn't even got there yet. Yeah, we I hadn't even got my ass kicked yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. only 13. Yeah. We're across the country. Yeah, and so. Then it really went south. Scarcity. So we got scarcity, scarcity. We got uh, abundance, and, and Justin alluded to a root chakra issue, which a lot of people deal with. And if you have just like a river if you have a pinch point you're not going to get flow of energy into other areas and if you are lucky it's only limited and overabundant in certain parts and so those are pretty significant how your stress reaction so if you saw some bad stuff when you're six seven eight nine every time you get a small stress issue as an adult your mind doesn't know it just puts you in that little kid hmm. oh I agree completely. Yeah. And I think I can say that I agree with that completely. Yeah. And yeah. that ties a lot of thoughts I've had Correct. together perfectly because I've always felt like that fat little kid. Yes. I've always felt like that chubby preteen. Yes. Who has no control. Yeah. And so now I know I have control. Yeah. And I try to maintain that control. Sure. It's sure. hard. Yeah, control is also a perception, right? If anything, 2019 told us is like perception of control and what is safety and security. Yep. Like it literally rattled. And that's part of the reason it forced me to learn a little bit more. So just to kind of round out that T, like do you want to talk a little bit about your physical abuse? Like your... The big T yeah, or yeah. any any T. The physical abuse wasn't yeah. really that bad, yeah. actually. I mean, I was, I was in Oregon mm -hmm. on the acreage and I remember being chased through the house mm -hmm. by a 400-pound man primate with a belt. <laughs> and the only reason he didn't catch me is because I was spry and his mother was there, yeah. my grandma. And she said, that ain't happening while I'm here, son. Yeah. And I squashed it. Yeah. And then I was in high school and I got my ass kicked because yeah. I yelled at my parents for yelling at each other. I was in the basement of a townhouse mm -hmm. now. I don't know how we got there. We went from living with the aunt and uncle into a townhouse, I believe. Um, and I had the basement, and I'm in high school, and all I hear is arguing upstairs. Yeah. And I had had enough. Um, football, high school, I'm a pretty aggressive teenager, and I just was yelled at my parents. Imagine the line I used. Yeah. And here comes that primate once again, straight down the stairs, two at a time. Wham, bam, bam, wham. Yeah. Don't ever talk to your mother like that. Yeah. Hey, back to bed, <laughs> back yeah. to bed. So I learned that, you know, there's a line and I'm not gonna cross that line. So sure. was it, could it have been a lot worse? Sure, that, oh, physical, sure. that physical could have been a lot worse. And it is, a lot, like you said, you always compare your story. Yeah. It wasn't that bad, man, it wasn't that bad. But he still beat my ass. I think our listeners would be like, oh man. 420 pounds and I, I yelled at mom. My mom opened the door, the poor, poor little woman. She says, what did you say, honey? And I said what I said, mom. Yeah. And here he came. And so I knew there was a line, but I always found a way to flirt with that line. Yeah. Flirt with that line. Yeah. I, I, I was told you take that earring out of your ear. Sure. Immediately. Yeah. Or I'll take it out myself. Yeah. And so that led to sleeping on the street behind a 7-Eleven yeah. instead of listening to what you say. Can't remember the question again, bro. I mean, it was really just rounding out some of the traumas in your life so that we can kind of help our listeners connect how that could potentially pro give them propensity to have energetic blockages that oh yeah them. of course you get your ass kicked by anybody for any reason yeah. you're gonna be like I don't want that to happen again yeah and so you block the energy yeah. you you block the communication with other people in a way you put on a you put on a mask 
for people so that they know who you are, but they don't know who you are. Yeah. And that's why I struggle with small talk. A lot of people kind of small talk that. Yeah. How's the football game thing? And I just, I do enough masking, you sure. know. I like to dive deep. I like to yeah. dive deep and yeah. sort that stuff out. Yeah. So, so if we look at just alone, and then now we come into full today mode. Thank you so much for sharing of course, all man. of that. Of course. Um, and we can dive more into some of that, some of the adulthood stuff too, if you want. Yeah, I mean, deal. that's completely up to you. Uh, if you wanted to share anything else, and, and I'll give you some chance, but let me just connect one little dot now mm -hmm. and how you're feeling to this day as we start to do this work and how you've integrated a little bit and how we're, the struggles that you're currently having as a man, mm -hmm. as a husband, as a father as a uh someone who's looking for growth what are your if you were coming to see me and you're coming to see me like vic this is my number one problem right now how can you help me with that what would that be i would think it's still even with all the training and with all the knowledge yeah and, and knowing what i know it would still be the 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 physical longevity the physical longevity. And that takes me back to the 420 pounds with his back going out. I don't want to look like that in my late 40s or 50s or 60s right. or 80s or 90s. Right. I want to be I want to be as perfectly fine as I can be until my heart decides that it's done. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like I I would I would not to say I would accept anything. But sure. if something was going to take me out, I don't want it to be the fact that I'm losing my mobility. Sure. Sure. Would you be surprised if I told you, in my experience, with dealing with the physical body, that where we need to go to give you that longevity has less to do with the gym and more to do with, with your programming and getting over this past yeah absolutely you would you would agree I would totally yeah, agree because cool. I've spent so much time yeah, in the gym perfect I've spent so much time doing this stuff and this is why it's such an interesting story hiking. right 500 pound deadlift, lifting uh, lifting yeah. hikes has an active lifestyle yeah, yeah. I appreciate it we, we did the Mickelson trail yeah. uh, 108 mile bike trail in South Dakota we did it for three days I told everybody here's the pin meet us here we're gonna kill this thing yeah and my 62 year old buddy <laughs> He kicked my ass on day two. Yeah. And that, that was another, that was almost big T trauma, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> my buddy is like, doo -doo -doo, and I'm dying behind yeah, him. Sure. He's on a 20 year old bike, and I'm on a brand new Yeti, and I'm dying. Yeah. And so it made me realize, like, I asked him, I said, Johnny, how'd you do that, man? What do you, your knee doesn't hurt? Because my knee was inflamed, yeah. I iced it all night. Like, I'm falling apart on yeah, this trail, dude. Sure. Like, and he flat out, Day Just two, we're pushing 66, 65 miles for the end of the day. He crushed it, and he stays perfectly fine. Yeah. No issues. No kinks, no nothing. And I yeah. start to realize it's got to be mental. It's got to yeah. be spiritual. It's got to be energetic. It's got to yeah. be because he's broken neck, broken back. He's been around the world and back. He was yeah. stuck on an island with a tribe. This guy got yeah. a story, Sad too. Story. But he's fine at 62. Mm -hmm. And so I think I have thought, I have wondered, what am I going to be doing when I'm 62? Because right now, 
I come I come running to Vic and I'm like, hey man, I just got on hiking and it felt like somebody laid a live wire on my knee. What's wrong with my knee? Is my knee gonna fall apart now? We're having a knee problem. So yeah, we get we get a little bit of like chicken little going, right? With a lot of people and you know, a big portion of what I do is like calm down. There's a nerve right there. It's coming from here. So let's you know, like let's focus on on the plan, the habits. And while eating a certain way and moving a certain way, that's all important, important to start going like, okay. What other thing has been laying the fire, ruminating within me that is derailing these yeah. sorts of things? And right now, there's there's derailments at sure. the moment. Sure. Um, did you ask currently? Right? You asked yeah, now. Yeah. The derailments at the moment are probably the housing market. I mean, let's be honest. Everybody yeah. can be honest. Everybody, yeah. whether you bought a house or not, this is a mess, and we all know it. I bought a house, brand new construction, in north of Boise, Idaho, for $280,000, Victor. Yeah. 280 grand brand new construction, beautiful dream home. Yeah. That's the one we sold, yeah. and now we're like, yeah, let's do it again. And you pull up the ticker and you go, never mind. <laughs> Nothing's gone. Nothing's never gone. mind, we're good. We're good, so yeah. we're trying to rearrange a little bit. We're just trying to rearrange some stuff. We've got a good spot to stay. We've got a good base camp. We need another vehicle. Sure. We need another vehicle, and I can promise you, that the necessity for said vehicle has been communicated across vast, vast stances. Yeah. yeah, sure. But nobody's done anything about sure, it. Sure, 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 sure. So I found a solution. Sure. And it brought back six or eight months worth of progress, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I realized it while I was walking today. And I will say that I can pinpoint because of the breath work, right? Because of the energy that yeah. we talked about and making sure the energy flows with trauma. It literally wiped six months off the board and I, I stopped found myself thinking, I thought we were past this. Yeah. I thought we were all a cohesive team that had come together and moved past this issue mm. and you just threw it back in the bucket. Yeah. But I started to realize that maybe that's not maybe that's not my trauma. Maybe yeah. that's not my issue. I don't have to take on all that. Yeah. As the protector, the provider, the the, the the keeper. Yeah, sure. I just need to be better at making decisions. And if some people don't like your decisions, well, this boat is trying to make it to harbor, right? Mm-hmm. This, this this journey has an end game that I have not received yet. I haven't got to where I need to go. And if I'm the only one stacking the blocks to get there then why do I constantly ask for other people's approval mm-hmm. to stack the blocks? Mm-hmm. That's a that's an issue I'm having at the moment. Yeah, sure. If that makes any sense. No, 100%. 100%. So, and so I breathe, try to think about yeah. that. And then, like I said, again, I said this morning, I realized that, you know, you you being my wife, my wife said something and it triggered, like, it. it I realized that she had backslid. I literally... We can get into a little bit more woo-woo, because then I've told you that maybe you might know, if you're listening, you understand that you have different friends or coworkers or colleagues. You kind of talk to people differently. Sure. I can talk to you in a manner that I can't really talk to people that work with. Sure. So I can say to you and the listeners that I literally felt a time shift. Mm. And call it what it is, it's awkward, but my, my wife kind of slid back six months. Sure. Because of that, like we already moved past this, girl. What are you doing right now? And I realized maybe that she needs to work through that, but I don't. So I can continue to make my decisions. Correct. 
I got the tattoo on my finger, girl. If you're going to be that mad at me, I'll talk to you next week. Yeah, sure. But it ain't going to sink the ship. I just need to make my decisions yeah. and be confident in my decisions without trying to make everybody yeah. happy all the time. 100%. 100%. So let's unpack a little bit of that. Like the first the first thing is that, you know, like we'll, we'll get back to the housing market trigger. <laughs> Everybody's right? triggered. Uh, and, and look, yeah, yeah. like, we both have scarcity in our backgrounds. So course. is it fair to say that somewhat being somewhat nomadic, which you obviously know that I've been fully nomadic, I don't mm -hmm. see in the near future ever changing that mm -hmm. because of a scarcity and a, a mindset associated with like not having enough and your worth being uh, by culture, by society, like, oh, you own this house and this property, mm -hmm. you are now worthy. Well, and that's where I was. Yeah, that's right. where I was. I was in yeah. that house. I was in yeah. that community. I was so in as soon that. as you start looking at a house, it it's bringing close. up a core wound. A core wound mm -hmm. that was like, uh, mm -hmm. I'm not providing this for my potential children. And I think you worked a lot through that. Yeah, yeah, and it goes again to getting kicked out of houses and stuff. So now I, I live that nomadic life, and whether I sold the house three years ago or not, I've been nomadic for 16 years. Yeah. I haven't slept in the same place for more than eight yeah. days in 16 years. Yeah. And so then the house comes in for me and I'm like, okay, I got a nice safe space for sure. my family to be. We all go again. Now we're all nomadic. We're all doing it. I'm used to it, Sure. but they're not. And so they've created a base camp and they want a house. Sure. They want a house, but maybe I can't provide that for them right now. Sure. Of course. So does that mean I'm failing? No, of course that not. Brings up another, but that it still feels stuff. that way, you know. So you want that house in order to provide for people, and so you're trying to you're trying to keep everybody happy, safe, secure, and healthy. Yeah. Well, I think you're doing that already. That's the important thing to realize. And that's the thing. That's what gets what leads me back to that. Um, it's not really my thing. It's maybe it's maybe someone else has to work through that. Because I am doing all that I can Correct. do. I'm being all that I can be. I am, everybody's safe, happy, healthy. Yeah. You know how many people time, how many times people have told me and my wife, oh man, you guys are living the dream. Sure. And my wife just stands there like, that's what they tell us. Yeah. I'm like, baby girl, we're good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, expectations <laughs> are a massive part of some of the work we do, whether it's individually with a person or as I get into dealing with how working with some couples, like expectations. Um, and, and that's a sometimes an, like a, a simple, difficult talk. Like, hey, is your expectation for me to do, to provide blank? Mm -hmm. um, which is a simple talk. But the other thing too, that's I think absolutely essential and super important is individual happiness and coming together and being happy. Mm -hmm. Right, and I have the propensity to be curmudgeon, like it, with a my like it's like word. curmudgeon, like just kind of uh, naturally like wah, 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 yeah, wah, wah. Or, yeah, like have a naturally like propensity because of my trauma, because of my programming. Mm -hmm. I was taught not, literally taught not to want, because a good boy does not want. Because if you want and I cannot provide, mm -hmm. you are hurting mom, you are hurting dad. Yeah. So I was taught desire is an interesting thing. It's only now in my late 40s that I'm like touching on true desire. Mm -hmm. Because to me, I saw, uh, you know, a relationship where um, while at some point it was filled with love, it was like for the vast majority, it was not. And so I was like, well, I do not want that. So at all costs, I'm going to steer towards 
love at the, mm -hmm. at the expense of other parts of me. Makes sense. And so between my wife and I, we had to work on like, hey, what is it you want? There was times when Robin would go, what do you want to go eat? And I would just be like, whatever you want. And she would be like, what do you want? I'm like, ah, whatever you want. And I would go and go until it escalated. And then eventually she'd be like, I want to know what you want. And then eventually it would become very idle practice, like, I want a steak. Bingo. Okay, or I want a new pair of shoes. And and here it's like, these are not conversations you're having with a 10-year-old. These are conversations we're having in my 20s when we already have a business and a family. And so expectations become, that's a simple dialogue. Like, it's your expectation to put me into a said house. If that's an expectation, well, I got news for you. That's yeah. that's not, that's not, that's not my that, that's that's maybe something you need to do individually <laughs> if you want yeah. right yeah and i agree are, so you can talk potentially about that the other thing is individual happiness like a beamingness that everyone has to possess and that's more what i really want to steer now mm -hmm. is if i increase <clears throat> if we increase your frequency the the quantum field is then going to draw to you mm -hmm. your frequency and i've seen you vibrate very high and I've seen you vibrate medium, and I've seen you oh, yeah. a little bit on low. And you've seen me the same way. Yeah, I think I that's the best show. part. That's the best part of all this, you know, from meeting in the hot tub to yeah. hanging out now. We've become, I think, a little bit more than a clientele because yeah. I've, se I've seen your highs and lows. Yeah. You've seen my highs and lows. Yeah. We've kind of grown together in a way over the past yeah. few months. Yeah. And that frequency can take you places. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's hard to feel like you might be picking up some slack okay if that makes any sense yeah, yeah the expectations if the expectations from the people around you aren't being met you'll feel like you're not doing enough sure so it's hard to get through that let me unpack that last part go ahead that you are not enough yeah now this is a hard part right <clears throat> it's, it, before you jump into it it's hard to feel like you're not enough. But it's hard to feel or it's like you're, that's like a default? No, no, no. It's hard to feel like you're not enough while simultaneously knowing that there's nothing wrong with you. Mm. You're doing everything in your power to do what you want to yeah. do. Yeah. And keep but what if it's happy not, and healthy and safe. But what if it's you not? You still feel like you're not enough. What if it's not? So, let me unpack a couple of things. Go ahead, please. So... You're five and six. Again? <laughs> you're five and six. You see some little guy playing with some dinglings. You're like, oh, damn, what's wrong? Your dad freaks out. Your, your, your sense of safety and security is your, the world is not what I thought. Bingo. Okay? Simple. Unwrestling, 15 years old. Your back is injured. Zoom back. What's happening in your world around that time? In the home? I was getting my ass kicked in the basement while we lived in a townhouse. Because that, that was the townhouse I was laying in when my golden retriever Lance, he was still around. Yeah, yeah, he made it, he made it quite a ways. When uh, Lance is laying on the floor. So it was that house, the back goes out. I'm also in the basement getting my ass kicked. I'm staying out late. I'm right. cutting so class. Another, another, another like unstable, unstable, mm -hmm. unstable. 
high school football, a lot yeah. of emotions, a lot of a lot of like things happening, angst, like how do I fit in, sacred chakra damage, yep. like oh, I gotta fit in, a good guy, you know, the mask that we wear is conquest, mm -hmm. um, gotta be tough, gotta be emotionless, it's all of that. But then we also take like the fact that when you're living and you're self-raising on an on on the Oregon coast, yeah, right before all that, you're dismissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck, everybody. You're dismissed. Good luck. Oh, um, I lived on the Oregon coast. Was no joke. We went back to that house. It's on my YouTube channel. I'm not putting in shameless plugs. Yeah. No, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> my, I got my YouTube channel is Never Ending Road Trip. You'll see a bike wheel. Not a lot of people know it's out there, apparently. But we did a video. We did a two or three part series. We went back to the house I grew up in. Yeah. Um, we I took my whole family so they could see where I grew up. Yeah. Went to the high school and everything. And it was literally a goat trail. Yeah. So it was literally the top of a goat trail. I was just a little boy and his dog at the yeah. top of a goat trail. That's what my Saturday afternoons looked like. That's how I grew up. And you were saying back so there. Oregon so like what what I look at is I go, I go a big story and I go okay where are the themes of this individual's life and we know we've tested Justin many times as a four mm. hard four yeah and as we get into Enneagram and start to discover like this is the shield you were given to deal with the BS that was essentially in your life now look we're not here as a bash we're here to share a story. Oh, we are both ultimately very grateful for what we have, but it's very important to go, okay, your preliminary s stress reaction, like you got some stuff. And what, what I'm essentially pulling out is all these stress reactions over and over and over. Do you think they are still being played out daily? And I know you talked about a big T one, with your wife and that's valid absolutely but like what i see extremely powerful is a person that wants to be seen and heard yeah from a very young age and it was denied to himself yeah yeah and it's still like the theme that i think is potentially have what do you think the theme is like i want to be seen and heard from my family, I want to be seen and heard when I'm on stage. I want to be seen and heard. This job is mm -hmm. what I'm doing to provide you, so you don't have the root chakra stuff that I had. I am killing, literally sacrificing my soul into doing this. Mm -hmm. But I just want to be seen and heard, right. from you. Yeah. And so, it like, it's a nerve that's consistently like, in, like sometimes you have a little hangnail. You're like, flick, 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 flick. It's not a problem. Flick, mm -hmm. flick, 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 flick. So you do it years later, yeah. or like, like the ingrown toe down. Yeah, yeah, like, get that on my pinky toe. Yeah. That happens on my pinky toe. I'm like, oh, you like, bastard, oh. you're back. I always look Where at, did you come from? I always from? look at it. I always look at that little nail. Like, oh, I gotta pull that up. It's gonna hurt. Oh, like so a much. Of a gun. So we gotta hit the sauna for a couple hours yeah. first. <laughs> so I think if if we the upstream concept here is I can we can fix whatever current issues you're having with your emotional and your vibration by just consistently bringing it back, not to eight months, not to necessarily um, really just about high school level. We start pulling apart and being able to give you enough metacognition, that means the ability to hover outside your body. Mm -hmm. Been there. Been there, boom, no, no, I'm hovering. But then enacting and installing a new floppy. Like, we're going to do that. 
Can I ask a question? Sure. Of Before course. we download the new software, yeah. What if? How do I put this? That makes that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me on a on a on a van lifer level. That makes sense to me on a on a skipped out of college level. That makes sense to me on a solo trip, figuring yourself out mm -hmm. level. Mm -hmm. Because you want to figure yourself out, you want to maybe change your programming, and that makes perfect sense. Sure. What if there's a thought that no matter what your programming and your software is running, there is still external hardware that you can't do anything about? Because you're right, it all goes back, it's all this loop of, I want to be seen, I want to be heard. Sure. No matter what my programming is. Sure. No matter what speakers I plug in, you might not hear me. You might still not hear me. So I could go back and I could heal from sitting in the yard by myself and sure. being left there, and that's fine. I know who I am. Sure. But I'm still, or I mind you, eight days in one spot sure. for 16 years, and that's not sh slowing down anytime soon. Sure. So when I disappear, it's like I don't exist. Mm. And when I come back, I see the evidence of the fact that I don't exist. Mm. Because the things that I have so patiently asked for or trained up and tried to, we're trying to move the ship along, sure. then the captain has to take a buoy to shore real quick, do some paperwork, he comes back, and the ship is no longer pointed in the same direction. What in the hell has the crew been doing? What's the crew doing while I'm gone? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? 100%. So I talk in that, that came from that came from the Neanderthal who chased me around the house. We talk in analogies and riddles in a way, and it drove my mom insane almost. Yeah. So I I create these scenarios, but that's the that's the goal. That's the feeling is that I'm with you, and you can be with you can understand my problem. I think is how do I push my positive changes on those around me so that they can come with me instead of wallow in their own stuff. Sure, sure, there's a couple things to pull, kind of pull apart of there. The, the biggest thing is that, who is the most important person that sees and knows you're special? My kids? Try again. My wife? Try again. Myself. Boom! Okay, <laughs> well, I didn't even count that because I, I'm already there. I cool. see it, I'm pretty awesome. That leads to the narcissistic complex <laughs> from Epigenetics. Yeah, but I, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm I mean, good. But if, but yeah, but that's that. So that's one level, right? We always have to hover of that, and we have to be able to observe that extrinsic is not impacting your feet. If something is impacting your feelings and emotions, mm. then there's something more at play. Okay. Then you're not necessarily feeling special. That is evidence of it. True. Okay. True. So, so that's enough to be like we just put like okay, there's a little pin there. Mm-hmm. Right. You're that, not feeling special, and you can fix that yourself. That's one part. Okay. Now the other part is the the change associated with your journey, right? As we, now we're getting into being a husband and a father, right? Um, and and I can only speak in my experience. I knew, based on what I was going to do, that it was in travel full time. I knew it was going to kick my ass. I knew it was gonna kick my butt on a level I'm like, man, I ain't ready for this. Oh, yeah. But I want it so bad that I'm willing to go through hell to give my children 
what I can envision that I want them to have. Right. Now, for all my faults about individual desire, I had a very clear understanding of what I wanted, the connection I wanted to have with my children, mm -hmm. and also what kind of potential life I wanted to give them that might be extraordinary. Mm -hmm. Because given the fact that, like, well, only do only rich people travel? Right. Like, well, well, no, of course not. I mean, this is accessible to everyone. You gotta have a half a million dollar bus. Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, exactly. <laughs> so, so when people tell me, oh, I just don't have enough money, I'm like, really? I can't travel through Europe, or I can't. Oh, I can't go to Hawaii. I'm, I'm, we get out. Oh, you're independent. Oh, you must be independently wealthy, Vic. That's why you can do that. I'm like, no, we've done this on a shoestring at the, be right. particularly at the beginning. And we, you know, well, how do you? Oh, nice. You must get to go to Hawaii. You must be loaded. I'm like, cost a hundred bucks to get there. We sleep in tents on the North Shore for $8 a night. There you go. Tell me how that is extravagant. And the people automatically back off, like, of course. Oh, because they don't realize what, how we've done that. And so the next part is starting to encapsulate as the leader and man of your family what is actually important to you. And what are you willing to deal with the universe? I'm like, I'm going to give potentially up this so that I can have this and you're talking about a relationship essentially with your people with your tribe yes right yes of course so if it matters significantly enough to be like hey we're going to try to steer your boat would that be something that you wanted to do in your job career future so that it could facilitate not being out because what you're talking about is potentially eight days of being out mm -hmm. and they slide back yeah eight days of being out little more slide back yeah you get back every time it's like this start over in some yeah, ways you gotta retrain and that and that's frustrating uh, but yeah. this still comes back to that root of course because of that course. root is telling you like um there is a Whoa. scarcity i gotta hold on and i have a very um i have a gentleman who sort of changed the trajectory of my life by just one saying is like look you can't hold on to the gallon over here because you need two hands you gotta let go of the pint because mm -hmm. you're using one hand to grab the pint and there's this thing that you potentially want but you can't reach over because you're afraid of letting go of this because this is this is guaranteed yeah and so this this dialogue isn't about me telling and I tell everyone this They're like my job is not to tell you to go to go say hey you gotta let go of that job so that you can oh, be yeah. that person and bring your people up if that's your desire of course no and we've talked about that like i don't i don't think i want to yeah. anymore i don't think right. i want to let go of that because personally i enjoy the eight the eight days here and i enjoy the travel and i enjoy the solo time on the road yeah. i can the individual time i can run road, 16 we... hours down the highway with the dog next to me we're going to be yeah. good we're having a good day yeah but the rest of the crew doesn't want to do it anymore Oh, they they don't want to do it. They don't want to do eight in, eight out. They don't want to no. They don't want to go with. They don't want to be sure. constant. They don't want to be traveling full time. So the rest of the crew's here now. What? So where does that leave you as a man? Where does that leave you as a husband and a father and a provider and a protector? I. Do I have any reason to go there? Because everybody's perfectly fine there when I'm not there, and when I am there, it's kind of like I'm not there. So. Why am I wasting so much time driving back and forth to a spot where I sit alone? Sure. And it's, it's, it's hard to change that software. Because no matter what my software runs, that's what my physical world looks like. Sure. That's what my physical world looks like. And I'm the only one trying to change that physical world. Yeah. Everybody else seems to be pretty happy. And yeah. I want them to be happy. Sure. So 
Back to the, Are you happy? It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. It's a day-to-day process with me, and it always has been. Sure, sure. So do you think that because in, as we have these deeper dialogues and we're hovering at, somewhat hovering outside our body as an emotional, and then you can kind of feel this ebb and flow throughout the mm. conversation, right? Like, you know, there's a very famous... Um, Arnold quote. I used to have a picture in my my brick and mortar of Arnold. You can have excuses or results, but mm. you cannot have both. Right? Of course, of course. And it's a harsh one. It's mm. always a harsh one because I think about my you know my coaching platform and my lead generation magnets, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm doing that. And this is not to say in any level that you have to pick, but at the same time, it seems like you're you're telling yourself one thing, which is which is like, hey. I want to do this. Mm. I mm-hmm. want to do this. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're not, we're skipping a vital part because you're like, well, happiness is a, is a, is like, are you happy doing it? It's like the con, it's like you said about the conversation, the ebb and flow. I feel like my, my happiness is always an ebb and flow. Yeah. And why do you think that is? Because sometimes the fruits of my labor are obviously appreciated yeah and then other times the fruits of my labors are almost not not uh dis- disregarded mm-hmm. they're almost disregarded i mean and without getting into specifics sure unless you want to get into specifics no, no, no. we don't need to Wait, it's, it's whatever you feel comfortable yeah it's just it's just i'm trying again try to do the best you can and, and sure. sometimes it's like oh my god thank you thank you thank you this is amazing sure. is that the expectation yeah how often? Not all the time, but for big stuff, at least. For big decisions that have been communicated in the past, when those decisions are not coming to fruition, if I now manifest or buy or do say whatever Get, you want, whatever. <laughs> if it happens, well, why would you not be happy about it happening instead of instantly jumping to opposition? We've already had these conversations. Mm. But all of a sudden, now that they are live and kicking right here you're telling me you thought it was a joke like what do you we've already communicated these things so if a big life decision happens people should be appreciative of it sure not immediately jump to opposition because that that continues the conversation again and then you backslide six months and we're back to where we started we have to figure this out and see if that's what we really want yeah but we already decided that's what we really want. So the appreciation sure. goes out the window and it makes me feel like, why do I try so hard? So a couple things, right? Like that's, that's, that's a couple sentences, right? Which I don't think you actually have a hard time. Like I expect appreciation. Like, yeah, I, I know your son's pretty well. So I oh, see yeah. him all the time. So yeah. they'll be like, Hey dude, like as your dad, I want to hear that you appreciate the light on pride with you once a week. <laughs> Could. Yeah. Could easily say I know they'd be like done. It would be done. So that would give that, that would check those two. The other part, and it might be linked to my potential. And on the other side, like there is desire as a vagueness. Let me unpack that. Yeah, we're so I I desire. You, I know that you. No, 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 no. So I'm going to make sure I understand. So uh, let me pull this apart. I know you could be very clear in the damn color of your socks that you expect to wear on the daily basis. Yeah. I know that. Could be. 
I'm pretty, pretty close. <laughs> I know you picked out that shirt and that hat. <laughs> a couple of days ago, but I just keep throwing it back uh, on. Yeah, but that's full timing right there. Right? You know the hat it's matches similar. the yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, desire. And so I know desire. Sense. Desire. So when we when we have significant trauma, we're dealing with two people now. We've now moved into a potential relationship friction. Yes. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Always. Yeah, yeah. There's always friction okay. in relationships. So yes. Okay. Correct. So. So you're quite clear. You can co you can generally your throat chakra is generally fairly open. So mm -hmm. whatever Justin tends to think is coming out. Oh yeah, which is good and sometimes can potentially be. Bad. And it, yeah, it could That's be okay. bad. Yeah, it drives me crazy when people are like, man, I love you. You're so cool. Cause you tell it how it is, and then I go, well, here it is, and they yeah. freak out. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> on the other side, when we're dealing with a, with with our significant others, and depending on what their trauma is. They're not going to be in touch clearly with what they actually want because they are still stuck in their primitive primal brain. Me or who? No, One more time. Who, who is stuck? Let's just say spouse. Okay, yeah. Our, our spouse. So depending on what their backstory is. I see that. You see that? Yes. Now. That's what made me go, how do I force my you don't positive force that changes on. onto yeah, everyone else? Yeah, the forcing Come is, with me, everyone. The, the forcing, yeah, the forcing is where it goes. Like, there's no forcing. All I need, like, this is where there's the yin and yang and balancing the divine masculine and feminine. The aspiring comedian can't help, but if only I had some golden tablets. Some what? Then, some golden tablets. Yeah, and then sure. they would listen to me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so some of the challenges here, that what I'm hearing is like, Desire is vague. No, nope. yes. desire, desire is vague. Anger. But you're actually your number one thing that you told me initially, and this is the important part of doing these calls. Yeah, yeah. You told me you wanted longevity. Yes, I want longevity for myself and my family. Okay. And it's hard. Um, yeah, we won't get back into it, but you can't have like the sheep can't keep fighting them. So, 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 but, but if I'm, but if I told you that longevity is associated with you just dealing with your your past programming to solve your aches and pains, so that you you're are potentially mobile. Okay. Are, are we now changing what the number one problem is? Still you told me long, still longevity. Okay. Still you moving and feeling good. Is that the number one yes. thing? Yes. Yes. Okay. So that number one thing, if we bring our focus like that for the next three months and like you are pain free. All right. What will your frequency be? High? Oh, I'll be super high. Super high. I can do anything. Okay. So if we folk bring rounding this back, because it all comes back to the same thing. We can all be in agreement that relationships are tough. Raising oh, kids yeah. are tough. Um, providing for the family, living in this world that really hasn't done us any favors, really, as men. It's really kind of True. Um, sabotaged the importance of, 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 of our role in a family. Mm -hmm. And so we have to reinvent that. But if your number one goal is longevity, and in the end, all the work that I do with every man I work with, that is potentially, unless, unless their wives decide that they're like, they're all in together. We could sit down and I can play. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, this is the rules of engagement. This is how we're going to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing, right? Like Robin and I will generally, and, and we have moments where we're like, we throw the daggers and throw the throw the hard ones. But oh, like, yeah. hey, you don't go there, and I won't go here. Right, right, right. And then like to me, I can be completely like, don't call me my dad or don't call me my yeah. mom. Yeah. And we've done that. I've done that in my own relationship. It helps. Well. It, it helps, helps a lot. A it helps lot. a lot because you don't even go into inflammate inflammate that right. massive fire. We just started a forest fire. Exactly. We still, we're at least putting our hands over this fire. We can feel mm -hmm. it out. We can get in. We can get out. Yeah, and we've, we, I've been able to do that over yeah. 16 years of marriage. Yeah, 15 years it helps. That's it what helps that certainly proves. But if we just go and working in so that you cannot control 
in some ways you can mold your children. True. You can't control other people. You can't control the other person. And so the best thing that I can do so that you can have an impact on your significant other, your wife, is to make you the absolute best person possible. Yeah. An example of that is like an example of that, we take an uncomfortable extended family thing that you don't want to be at. Right. And I use this one a lot because most people are like, oh, I know. I know some things I've had to go to that I don't want to. You need to make sure, I tell people, make sure you've done the most amount of self-care. If, if and when you decide that that's something you want to do, you need to have taken so much care of yourself that you go in there and everything's just bouncing off you like rubber. Like, because I just took, I'm so happy in my life. Right. I'm not going to let your little things, your little things bother me. And so that's a similar premise. I agree. I agree, and that happens to me every time we take large trips because that's that's my happy place. Sure. That's where, like you're saying, you take those long extended family vacations where everybody might be kind of comfortable, but if that's your jam, that's my jam, and everybody has a good time, so that all those problems all kind of melt away. So now as we go into a little side note on that, what would be an optimization? Now, you already talked about somewhat, there's a stuckness. I don't like to use that because you're stuck somewhat in how about this you're making a decision is the current lifestyle you are living yeah um, yeah it's a current decision i don't want to say stuck yeah yeah because that that word is kind of like sticky yeah it throws you into the house we're not stuck we're not stuck having a good decision having a good time however you just alluded to something where everyone is in flow yes flow yes if in a perfect world you would i know you would probably be nomadic again they would be with you? Yeah. Probably? 100%. 100%. If, if, okay. if t- yeah. Take not going to have mileage, Take fuel mileage out of the equation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's, would you say in the next year it's not going to happen? No, it's not my decision. That's why it's not going to happen. Correct. Yeah. Because you have people that want to be rooted. Bingo. Right. But you know that flow, is flow within your family is valid. Yeah. What are the list of things that can get you, and what's the list of things that can get you together in flow as a family? And what are the kinds of things that you guys do? Adventures, man. Anytime we're on the road together, everybody is happy and healthy because we're all stuck in a van for a thousand miles. What is adventure to you? Um, I want items. Exploring new locations or going to going to known locations where everyone is on the same page. We are, we are paddleboarding we're hiking we're swimming we're bike riding we're exploring new areas and not to mean that in a vast definition we're going we're going to the black hills of south dakota to ride 110 miles and we're doing it on three-day adventure that's exploring the location as well as pushing our physical boundaries and people are just making milestones and surprising each other and laughing the whole time okay or we go all the way out to the east coast and we go see old family and there's trauma there but we go to see people and we're on the road the whole time seeing new things and stopping in new places everybody's always in flow when we do that providing of course bathroom breaks and snack stops and everybody gets hungry but everybody's happy we're having a blast man Nothing. Man. How much? How much is the gas? Who cares? Who cares? How much is the rent? Who cares? What time you gotta go? Who cares? What time we gotta go to work? Mm. You planned A, B. Nothing matters in the middle. Nothing. Okay. So then, feasibly, your limitation is now because 
your wife has a nine to five Monday through Friday, right? Yeah, Monday through Friday, nine to five. What kind of vacation and, does she have enjoys total, it, total year? You know, maybe two weeks, three weeks a year. She keeps telling me three weeks are possible. Um, and we talk, I always talk about three months, but you, she says three weeks are probably possible. Is that is that fiscally possible? Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, no problem. So money is not an object in this situation. Yeah. So it's just a function of her extracting herself. Mm -hmm. So. You told me getting outside, getting in nature, paddleboarding, mountain biking, hiking, trying new things, seeing new places. Within context of your plan, your, the limitations with the current paradigm and the life that you guys are cho choosing in the end together. Yeah, yeah. you still have a choice. Yeah, we all made a choice, choice together. together. It started together, it'll end together. What is the frequency in which you would like to see this amount of time Used because I know your schedule's eight on eight off. Yeah. About. Roughly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roughly, you could. I mean. Tan. Yeah. And beeline out of here. You know how I feel about school. So I'll catch up. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We're gonna pull them so we get this flow that literally fills my soul as a father. Yeah. What would be the optimization of frequency? That would you do that once a month? Would you do that every other month? That you would just feel like I feel so good okay. now. Instead of. Instead of three weeks a year, I want to know the frequency. I feel I, like yeah. it would be more of. Well, what if we, I mean, you could take that and spread it. Well, you can spread the three weeks. Yeah. And, but if, but if the the thing with spreading it is a couple days doesn't do it. A couple days is a. Is What's a, the amount of time to get in flow? Three weeks. It takes three weeks to get in flow. What uh, is the amount of time it takes you to yeah. disconnect and get into that zone which you truly enjoy with your family? Then I'm there though. Then I'm in the flow. It takes three days to get in the flow. Yeah. So yeah. by far you'd probably say minimum a five day drip would be like getting into flow and getting some experience. Could you go three days to get into that? That's two full days of flow. Sure. Two full I'm days. I'm trying to put numbers on it. I know, no, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking about because I'm. I'm I know you're putting it in yourself. Like, let me put myself in that situation. I, can I see am. it. I am, and I'm, I'm putting myself in that situation so I make sure that that is accurate. Maybe because seven. I am in the flow of like seven days. Yeah, a week out of the month. A week out of the month. Oh, now you said that's A week out of the month. That's what I was trying to get to. I'm trying to build build one and then go, okay, if you do that once a month, okay. now, now we're living life. Really. Okay, now, let me pull that apart even more. Okay. Does everyone need to be there? Currently, it's the three weeks a year, but so seven days a month. I know, I know, no, everyone, don't worry about know. that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My dad, my number four is coming. I'm like, this stack is dead. That's your five wing. How many times does anybody know everybody needs to be there? So who I could take? Could you do a crew? I could take the homies and we could go for seven days. Perfect. I could take one of them and we could go for seven Perfect. days. And I know you're on the cusp of a, a little little trip. Yeah, I'm I'll take my wife to yeah. Vegas for a night, and yeah. boy, we can be flowing cool. by the time we get to Vegas. I tell you that. Cool. But when everybody's there, it's more of sure. a. It has more meaning. Sure, it's it not. It's not just the Monday through Friday weekend trip to Vegas. Yeah, yeah, now we're gonna get in that route. You know, it's more of a lifestyle. When everybody's there, we're gone. I get it. So, yeah. I get it. But we get Robin and I encounter a lot of people who, one person is like. We have two scenarios, right? Like they try it, and one person really, really realizes, like me, like hey man, I'm cut out for this, mm -hmm. and they're like, I'm out. I just happen to grit like have like a weird level of persistence and addiction to pain that I'm like, oh no, let's do what's uncomfortable. 
But like, what is the scenario where you took your your little men and you went on on these trips with frequency? Yeah, that'd be great. That'd, that'd be, be great. great. And now, I've thought about that. Yeah, I've thought about that. So in a perfect world, if you went with them one week a month, they got their homework, yeah. like they caught up with it. You could they could do it on the road, and they had then you can curtail it. Like, dude, where, where do you want to ride? Right. Where do you want to jump off? What, what do you want right. to do? And then you could do that. Now that still leaves one question, right? The mm-hmm. the, the, the spouse question. Yeah. Like, how is that going to go? And there's some challenge there, but the goal is to find because you still talk about a potential slide back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Time people. shift. Time shift. Yeah. Like you come back, and you're like, oh, man, you're still picking your nose or whatever. Then <laughs> I'm just joking to keep. No, it light, of course. You know? And then like the big ones are even like we we talk, we make a decision, but you're going back to yeah. not knowing the decision. Or, so yeah. that week, a month with the boys potentially could give you like I'm gonna limit this slide back mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. Because now you have full immersion. It's like learning a language. Yep. I put you in Mexico. Tomorrow you're speaking Spanish. If yeah. I put you in the middle of Mexico, you're going to learn to speak. Oh, you take your phone, you'd figure it out. And so the same thing with the potential boys. Now, the last part is with uh, with your spouse, with Ariane, like, okay, how do I integrate? Well, you just talked about a potential month, uh, a day, day, more day trips to yeah. work. Because in the end, there's two. it takes two to tango. Of course. And if she ain't into, like, if I asked her, like, here's the next evolution is to be like, Hey, this is where we find flow. Would you agree with, with me? She'd be like, yes, I already know her. Oh, yeah. She'd be like, okay, what is the frequency? Here we go. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting into the nitty-gritty. What is the frequency that you would like to see this to facilitate that we get in flow? For me, I want to see one week a, a month with the boys to potentially do this. What do you see the frequency that you would want to do this? And she'd be like, okay, well, I would like to do one three-week trip. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And you have to be at one point okay with her making that three-week trip like the bomb. Yeah. Or if she goes, well, I really like the concept of weekends. Like you're packed up and I'm going to do this. I think one thing as men is that we have a tendency to be like, I want to do this. As opposed to like, hey, what would make you excited about doing something for two days? Because we call that activation energy. If you're just going to go sit in a dirt lot and like sweltering heat for like two days you better like the bike ride or the hike that you're going Mm -hmm. or it has to be enough enough challenge and this is where it gets the rubber meets the road because now all of a sudden i have some people that go well i'm only going to travel if i'm going to a four-star hotel i'm like well you're on a two-star budget yeah so you ain't traveling unless you learn it and so your goal you just told me travel is important to you and then this is not with you Mm -hmm. this is with another person travel is important to you but you haven't done anything in three years travel is clearly not important to you that's, yeah, I, I agree completely, and that is another, maybe another one of my hangups, because I, I have heard that travel is important yeah. for, we're still good, right? Yeah, we're still the good. battery's not dead yet? <laughs> Let's see what we got. Oh, we're still doing great. Um, I've heard that travel is important, so that's why we did this, and we traveled, and yeah. then all of a sudden I'm realizing that it might not be that important Boom. to everyone. That's it. And so, okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I don't know. It takes me back to the house, though. Like, it's all fine, because if you want to stay here, you can stay here and be happy. I want you to be happy. Yeah. But does that mean that I had sac- I sacrificed my happiness? Except that sometimes I think what you're alluding to is that, well, if you're sacrificing your happiness, that's, enough, that's, that's a slightly different and probably a longer picture than another mm. potential call. The idea is to give you some steps. All right, we're working on the self. Right. From the self is, we're like, we're going to curate, we're going to curate exactly what you're doing. We kind of, I kind of 
dabbled into the type of lifting I want you to do mm -hmm. intentionally, not over abusing your body, um, training but not draining, right. um, learning to balance yin and yang, like feed the mind, like when you need to announce that need to lift and train hard you can, but in the end temper it because it's a compensation as we potentially learn from sooner and so it's still like it's a place you can get lost. Mm -hmm. And so when we get lost, we're pulling ourselves out of a potential subconscious that is still telling us potentially protect yourself right. at all costs. And so we have, that's part of the reason sometimes I pull people out of what they might have developed in their youth. Because I'm like, you are literally putting yourself in the gym where you were probably feeling a certain way initially right. and embracing it. I know when I first put, when I first put someone in a head and arm and pinned them, uh -huh. like it was other world, like I was putting the anger of my entirety being into that. And so I had to learn that when I went back to Jiu Jitsu, I'm no longer the, this person. Right. I'm a person that does this with joy and gratitude and expression and yeah well we can we can we can train the game but it doesn't have that like yeah. i'm going to destroy you <laughs> yeah. I, you know i knew very little when i first started wrestling and that was the first expression that i had is like i can put all my anger into this double leg mm -hmm. i can like <clears throat> tear a leg off you push straight down and so i had to learn to temper that and so we have to do somewhat of the same thing here it's like okay there's a nuance check all right, now the next thing is to honor the fact that you've been talking to your GI system. Mm -hmm. So the next thing, and we've talked about this, the next evolution for you is to do a parasite cleanse to detox those organs of the emotions you've been sending to them that are potentially talking to your hypothalamus. Yeah, I agree with you completely, and we've talked about a parasite cleanse, and I think that's what leads me back to the ice cream aisle so I can load up before the cleanse. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, I haven't been forced to cleanse yet. I'll grab another yeah. pint of Ben and yeah, you know, and the, and, But it is a great idea, and I think I've done things similar, but not a specific cleanse. Yeah, this is more, and that concept then is now you're taking your breath work with a specific, and like, I am detoxing myself of that person that four that needed to be like wanted to be seen and heard. I am seen and heard by myself. Mm -hmm. I'm valuable. It's even like when I had when you had your last little bit of debacle and in, in the at the comedy show, I'm like, ah oh, man, I could see the hurt, the wound. And the wound was going back more than just that night. Right. Oh yeah. It's carried over. It's yeah. like I can see it on you like And then it was that it was that I got you. That took me to that whole like do I do I sacrifice myself for other people's yeah. safety? Because yeah. that's really what I did. And yeah. any any comedian would probably know. Do you do you heckle the heckler to death, or do you just call it a night? And that was a night I had to call it a night, and yeah. you saw that. It yeah, was... and, and so a lot of this brings us back to energetic hubs. Mm -hmm. The vast majority of men I work with are dealing with a heart wound, right? And if I can touch on that heart yeah. and that energy, I think one of the reasons it's so easy for someone like you to see that in me, or other people can probably see when somebody's in a bad mood, is because that energy, mm -hmm. it takes energy to control yourself in an appropriate manner. And so I was completely drained when I left there because sure. I was controlling myself as the, a, a higher standard, if you will, because I wasn't going to stoop to that level that was a bad time. And yeah. I was drained because yeah. of the energy. Yeah. Even though I wasn't working out and running and biking like a lot of people might think, yeah. you go exercise, you go do to spend energy. Yeah. No, I was I was very in control yeah. and it just wiped me out for a couple of days. What is the propensity so you, you alluded to a potential idea that you, it took a lot of energy to have restraint. Bingo. Okay. When you're, let's take a simple one. When your dad laid a whooping on you. Yeah. Did you swing back? No. Right. Okay. <laughs> no, you sir. Know you did it worse. Yeah. Okay. So there, there's a fight or flight response and there's a freezing response. And so mm -hmm. I want you to, we'll do a little exercise. Yeah. Sure. So for this exercise, I've just close off your eyes. Mm -hmm. 
And so I want you to put me back in the most recent moment with slow controlled breath at, at the comedy show with the heckler. And the feeling that you had when you had the potential urge to go back. And feel how it feels in the system. And can we walk you through it? No, 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 no. I'll just walk you okay. through it. You okay. know, this person is increasingly agitated and increasingly like just sticking a blade in and kind of turning it a little bit. And you can kind of feel mm -hmm. that and how it feels in your musculature and in your fascial tissue and then and in your diaphragm and how it affects it. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now that you have that, I want you to take me through your father coming down the stairs and you know when you're going to get it mm -hmm. and the feeling in the breath and the feeling in the tissue good and now I want you to take me back a little bit farther to the same f potential feeling with the dumpster event and how when he came in and acted that way, the feeling in your muscles and your tissue. Now, as we do this exercise, now we're going to help us just a simple extraction, right? Now take where you feel that in the human body, whether it's in your arms or your legs or your traps or your organ systems, and visualize pulling that out and observing it and letting it hover in front of you just for a moment and wrap it up in a simple cloud-like imagery as you let that sort of dissipate okay. you can slowly bring your awareness so while you're pulling that apart a little bit um, the body has a couple things, and Peter Levine has a wonderful book called Waking the Tiger. Um, and uh, there's a wonderful, another really good book called Body Keeps Score. And in that, in those books, they talk about the trauma response in the human body, and that freezing response is one of those, one of the most powerful responses the body can do. So when we cannot act, this is why sometimes, as men were drawn towards activity and combat sports because it mm -hmm. allows us to flow this into something on some level mm -hmm. but on some level the body the body hasn't forgotten and particularly in those those critical time periods the body remembers that feeling Did, was there a little bit of similarity in how the body was tensing up the shortness of breath like mm -hmm. right I mean oh, yeah. I, I always talk about seeing my abuser at a family event Mm. And I wrote pages and pages on like I, days up to it, my stomach would start hurting, my hands would start sweating. Exactly. Uh, we got this reunion. I'm gonna attention. Say, oh, she's not there. Oh, she's not there. How do I do? How do I protect my brothers and sisters? They're gonna feel so uncomfortable. Getting out of the car, dragging behind, walking 50 yards behind my parents as we walk up to the house, like mm -hmm. scouting, scouting. Is she there? Is she there? Is she there? Is she there? <sighs> I can't move. I can't move. I can't move. And, and that's that's an, a very intense reaction. And I don't I'll, in any way try to paint the intensity of your experience of although course. it might be the same and might be somewhat but the body at that air at that time has a tendency to do 
just that, whether you want to or not. Yeah, I definitely feel those similarities. Yeah. While I was breathing and thinking about those, they are very similar. Very similar. And so the body is just acting in that stress response in a freezing mechanism. Mm -hmm. So last dot, you're in a part in your life where you're doing what's in the best choice for your family. Right. But you are in a holding pattern. Yeah. And freezing a little bit to allow them to have something um, that you didn't have. Yeah. Safety and security. Right. A father that's around. Right. I mean, I have news for you. Like, it's, it's hard to go eight days on, eight days off. But man, I work with kids in some of the, one of the most affluent areas in the in the world, and first deployments mm -hmm. with the Navy SEALs for yeah. six months, nine months during the war is like mm -hmm. longer. And then really high-working professionals, and I would be I would be the only male in this child's life because the father was getting home after they were put to bed. Right. So he'd leave before they get up, and he would go. So they would be years without sleep. And that's why that's why that eight days on, eight days off kind of thing. I know that it's almost a godsend in a way, if you yeah. will, or it's 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 not as bad as it could be, yeah. you know, like we say. But it's for me to try to categorize it and just constantly picking out the good stuff. Yeah, is really what I try to do. Yeah, but the bad stuff is still there. It's annoying. It's hard to change it. And yeah, all of this helps to change it. Yeah, and it, like it, you said, becoming better myself yeah working on that longevity the original not the original the, goal the, I mean, the original goal. i was gonna say root not the root but the goal yeah that makes a lot of sense to yeah. work on myself in order to because you have a brilliant amount of time when you're on your own provided obviously you have a little time off and like, oh. i know you work hard but when you're it's like hurry up yep or nothing <laughs> yep, yep, <we laughs> and when there's nothing it gives you options so right. i think the solution is uh curtailing everything right and keeping your breath work keeping of this and then now to start to take you from metacognition mm -hmm. where you're now observing like ooh, ooh, I have a pain I'm in that freezing yeah. mechanism observing it like oh I'm doing that thing where I'm pulling back I have enough that my brain is pulling me into oh. a time and a place where it makes me feel like I want to just curl up into a fetal position like a gazelle like I can see that. it's here all right I just gotta chill let's hope it works right went away and then being able to catch yourself and that's just the nuance right to be able to go give you tools to be like all right how quickly can I reboot because yeah. it's going to happen and it happens with less frequency over time with practice and staying with your breath work and staying with your intentional pineal gland clearings like no right. I want to be this I want to be this I want to be this and then over time that manifests and then now you're using and balancing with Essentially, just asking questions. Mm -hmm. Questions of everyone in your family, I think, are simply going to get you. Hey, what's your expectation of me as your as your old man here? Right. What's your expectation of me as your husband? What's your expectation of the amount of travel? Hey, I get a lot of joy out of travel. This is where I'd like to see it. What do you, can you? What you know? I mean, what do you see? I yeah. can pull. Like how much? Because I'm fleeting. Yeah, I got news. 13, 14. Like we start getting. You got kids in the school system, yeah. they're going to start to kind of want to dig. You're going to be stuck to even more schedule and sports and things like that. And so you're going to have to like carpe diem, right? Seize the moment. And right. so those are, but those are simple, less uncomfortable dialogues. Like I, I think than 
then we sometimes paint them because those are and there are steps in the direction for you yeah would you agree yeah there's steps in the direction to your happiness because that's still don't sacrifice your happiness for the potential to them to feel safe they already have that right they already have that i i see they don't have root chakra issues ah i see it i could i would be able to know and so like they are not you and you're also not as when we you say them, the all of them or the boys? No, the boys. The boys. The just boys. checking. I just want to make sure. And then as we start to right. go, and as we start to go into more heart chakra healing, there's a level of self forgiveness that you need to embrace significantly. And even if it means mm. you stare in the mirror, and I had to tell myself this. This is important. I've done it. I don't know what I we're saying in the mirror, but I've. Well, in yeah. the mirror, like because because your body keeps score. It's like, oh no, I haven't. Right. And there's one thing for it to come out verbally. It's another thing for the body to actually feel that. So um, the easiest thing is heartfelt. Like it's real easy for my men, especially as a, 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 a compassionate man that you're mm-hmm. on. Do not open your eyes out of your breathwork or meditation until you've made it so evocative in your gratitude that it's like tear. Mm. I'm, I'm so grateful because. You can't fake the body. Fair. So we sit in that like, oh, feel deep, feel deep. Like to me, I go, face, 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 face. I'm seeing the faces mm-hmm. until it's like, and we invoke that and like, Makes sense. and then it, the mind and body become one. And all of a sudden you're like, ooh, I feel that flow of energy in there. Once you hit gratitude in an evocative feeling, mm-hmm. Now we're close. Now we can go to the next level. Because I know you're going to be able to hit that. Take note on that. Okay. So we got Parasite Cleanse. We also got, we're going to invoke a more intention with your breath work to open up and heal heart. And if you remember heart from our lessons, like the heart is also about not only love, but love for self, which I know you actually have a fair amount of that. Right. Okay. It comes from the narcissism, bro. Narcissism. <laughs> I'm the best. How could I not love myself, bro? But the other one is forgiveness. Right. Forgiveness for self and forgiveness for others. And so we start with love and gratitude. Open up the heart. Flow. Hard to forgive people who don't deserve it. <laughs> what if I told you your back would... Your oh, back, I believe you. Back stops hurting. I your longevity you. goes up. Let it go. But do you understand that the... That victims of abuse, like it's like twenty life expectancy goes down down by twenty years. I believe that. You believe it? Oh, yeah. And is it from yeah. a physical? No. No, it's from how the emotional. So that's why I said it's very important to curate the love in the heart because I'm like it's powerful. Man, I can see it. It's in Rian's face. We're in this place. We're riding. We're talking some s like, and it's wonderful. <sighs> open release and then you go okay what does forgiveness look like can i even mouth can i even move my mouth in that way right i forgive blank and it's you're not gonna feel it right you're not but it but i got news for you it's gonna take a like everything it's worth time it's like a big bench it's like that 500 pound deadlift i always tell people my 500 pound deadlift was 12 years in the making yeah i started off right out of college i lost wrestling and i'm like I'm gonna deadlift 500 pounds. There you go. And it's like boom, boom. Oh, make an adjustment. Not as sharp. Boom, adjust. 
we'll bring it down a little bit. Okay, oh, you know, I feel weak off the floor. Okay, sumo for a little bit, work on the glutes, boom. Okay, low back, give me some, all right, GHD, 45 degrees, keep, right. keep working towards the goal. That's how you should do it. Yeah, that's how you should do it, and then, oh, you didn't do it that way. <laughs> oh, it took me three years. Uh, it took me three years, it was just blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, I mean, I was, blood, sweat, and tears. I was like, sop and wet, 190 pounds yeah. with that one, so it had to be very nuanced. Oh, of course, and and that, had mine been more nuanced, it might have been safe, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so the concept is no different than what we're doing for you now. And I can see that because I mean I've, I've done some of that. I have said that I forgive my father. I yeah, can sure. mouth those words. I've written some emails, and yeah. you know I, I've said that I forgive these people. I, I can forgive these people. But then that ebb and flow comes back, and and you might be riding a low wave, and you're yeah. like, well, did I really forgive them? Because they're all a bunch of assholes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, the biggest thing. The biggest thing is that the words are different than feeling. Of course. So we're now what I'm asking you to do is focus take it, that with the breath focus work. Focus it with the it. breath work, so you can find out where you have it at the recesses, and it might be time for another holotropic to broach that specific yeah. concept. Okay. So that you can, yeah, the concept of forgiveness, and then the concept because your low back is a root chakra issue, right. you clearly don't, on some level, don't feel safe and secure. In the lifestyle that you're currently in, yeah, that's the root chakra, that's true. man. Like we can't. Do, so that's true. But I can tell you verbally, you're gonna tell me, Vic, we're doing good, homie. Yeah, we're doing course. good. We got it. The of numbers course. right up. And like, so now we have to retrain the brain. Anytime it starts, the root chakra starts. Ooh, I don't perceive this. I'm not in contact enough with the subconscious. My back's reacting from a safety and security issue. My safety and security was rattled from a young age, so it's gonna pull it up. <laughs> Sit. All right, now I'm like, I'm safe, I'm secure, I'm safe and secure, I'm safe and secure. Get grounded. You know, we're gonna get an ice pack in this mofo as soon. How <laughs> can I ask a question? How do you? How do you? How do you? I don't know how to ask questions. How do you cultivate that, and how do you continue that feeling, even if? goes back to making decisions, right? Sure. It goes back to making decisions. If you make a decision and other people aren't going to be happy about it, how do you ensure that that decision is your decision while it may impact them? The decision is made out of the best decision for everyone. It's almost a political issue. How do you make a decision for someone, even though you know that they might not like that decision? Mm, you're talking about having the decision, executive decision, executive. The, exactly. executive so you're and talking it's about not just it's not just forcing decisions on you. It, it affects everyone. Sure. This is this is what we got to get done right now. This is the yeah. best thing, but you're not gonna like it. Yeah. Is that how is that not? That's not my problem. Yeah. Your discomfort is not my problem because I'm not making you discomfort. Yeah. I'm actually making you more comfortable. But yeah, you're being are about we talking it. about children or adults? Adults. We're okay. talking about relationships and spouses and okay. marriages. We're talking so, about working together cohesively. Yeah, cohesively. So you're talking about having the ability to have an ex executive decision. While feeling that way. While yeah. feeling that. Okay, all these past traumas are making me yeah. feel like shit. And yeah. maybe I'm button heads with yeah. my wife. But that's not really worth butting. Yeah. It's all this old stuff that's coming yeah. in and making me feel like crap. Yeah, so the executive decision part is it still has to come in with autonomy and ex with the dialogue with it. so it's so it's so it's really broached. I think you're facing some of the dilemma that Robin and I potentially faced, which was that I was a not like whatever, mm -hmm. cool, mm -hmm. or like 
you know, like, I don't really want to go here, but okay, whatever you want. Right. And and so then I would get in those situations and be like super resentful. Like, why are we here? She's like, you said whatever I want. Right. So you're lying. Exactly. And so it's pulling that apart. Like you can't, you have to learn to pin, pin someone down and be like, I want a, re- I would like a response for this in words that are measurable as opposed to feelings and woohoo so yeah. that I can come up with and come up with a decision that is not going to be met with resentment because I made the decision because you have the inability to make said decision and you're relying on me as a trauma what we call trauma bonding to okay. so fulfill something you are incapable of doing. Okay, so you're staying on the fence which is forcing me to stay on the fence and I don't want to be on the fence. Yeah, you're, so, the, so, so we meet as couples as a trauma bond. You see in that person something that you are not. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ooh, this guy's gonna gonna help me make the steer this boat, and I'll mm-hmm. be like, cool, and I feel safe. Right. Cool, that's a un, unsaid unsaid rule. Like Robin will be like, oh man, sweet, she's gonna give me what I need, the, the love and affection that I didn't receive, the family that I want, the unit that I want. In exchange, give you all my cash, work my <laughs> ass off to the bone, of course. give you the life you dreamed, but don't ask me for like an opinion, like opinion like I could care less is not important but yes it is on some level they're saying that it is important I tried that it doesn't work for me yeah I tried the I tried the I tried the Zen what do you want I'm wondering okay let's go yeah it doesn't work I tried it for a few years yeah and there was no overall progress yeah so I was like okay let me let me just steer this boat again yeah so so in the end like you have to come back to to that as opposed to steering the boat we always think of two well, the best analogy that I could do for couples is that two individual boats mm. pointed in the same direction. Right. And and Robin used to be like, hey, man, like I'm happy you're going from like drowning behind the boat. Mm-hmm. Now you're water skiing. Mm-hmm. And like, woohoo! How about you hop in the boat with me, or hop in the let's better yet, let's go in the sep- same two boats and go to the same place. And occasionally you ski behind mine, and I ski behind yours. Fair. I like that analogy. So think like about broach that a little bit, that conversation, so that it's not because I think you're you are naturally shooting yourself in the foot by taking the con in your divine masculine, mm-hmm. which is important, but as a trauma response on the other side to be like, oh well, he'll do that, and I can bitch and complain all I want because I haven't made a decision because I don't have the pony up the guts to like make make the big boy or big girl decision, you and you need to make sure she's accountable. Like, no, 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 you said. Like you said, you want to eat that Big Mac. Mm-hmm. You're sitting on the you're sitting on the toilet. Those are repercussions based on the Big Mac. And so we need to make sure we come into those things. It's no different than us like going right now in our ski trips. I needed to go over it with a fine tooth comb because I'm like the kind of you know the kind of work I do. So I, my expectation is like I want to have a strong Wi-Fi signal. I don't need to worry about like oh we're running yeah, yeah, signals. And so I had to like well okay so what do you want? And I'd be like okay well here when we're here this is where I expect to say okay we can be in Winter Park in the free camping because right. it's a bomb signal. Yeah, it's a little cold, but I don't care about that as long right. as you have Wi-Fi or Starlink, which you might hook it up. Yeah, I got you, I got you. I um, need it. Uh, so if you have what you need, then they can have what they need and everyone works together. Correct. I, I hear that. You can hear that. that, and it sounds like, in the end of it, you're like, man, babe, what the hell are you doing this whole time? Yeah. But in the end, it comes down to increasing your scale, self-care with a fine-tooth comb. Bingo. Parasite cleanse is gonna detox and decrease your inflammation because I still okay. think you're potentially intaking some of the things that are amplifying up oh, yeah. inflammation. Pine ice cream a week, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told you about the cream cheese. I put cream cheese in my burritos and he yelled at me for an hour. <laughs> Why are you both? Why are you gaining? Well, it's a fight. Why not, well, bro? And that's where it came out that your dad was such a big man. I didn't ever know that. Yeah. I was like, 
you're booking for a fight that you're never going to have. I gotta have. fight that parasite cleanse, dude. Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna let me have ice yeah, cream. Listen, the parasite cleanse is not as hard as well. You get all all the taters you want, all the meat you want. It's just Perfect. limiting That's the all I need. And so as we bring down your inflammation, your body responds. It starts to lead the way. And then we start to implement things to make sure, like, okay, this is your this is your checklist. Mm -hmm. You start to feel activated, triggered, okay. whatever word you want to use. Right. You go right into. This is the breath work. This is the practice. This is this the, is why I'm immediately having an issue, and this is how I can immediately immediately the issue. And are you going to be good at the first time? No, but I promise not. you, after a month of doing it, oh, yeah. you're going to have more autonomy over the state you're going to be in. Okay, autonomy. Like you choosing, right? Yeah, and that makes more sense. And it's almost being able to do it this way. Yeah. is almost streamlining the process because in a way I do this I do the same thing but it takes it takes me, longer it takes and me so weeks, this is the power right? of, this is the power of a coach yeah so when I get a drip like I see do you know how many times I see my people most of my oh, people yeah. daily yeah why because this kind of stuff happens mm -hmm. and I'll be like zoom hit it <laughs> in the forehead you're here and now who do you want to be right now oh. check Vic close your okay. eyes let's go okay. and then all of a sudden they're going into their life with more active like no 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 I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into that person I want to become this person mm -hmm. and then the last element is the communication strategies associated with your people and making a decision that you feel that there's I always talk about this beautiful hybrid when it comes to relationships mm -hmm. there's a hybrid Robin knows how much I love to train jiu-jitsu right for years I've been like no nah, it's not that important it's not that important because of that self-sacrificing curse that I have right but now it's to the point like hey we'll go to St. George I'm training with Jake getting two months two and a half months of training at this point with an amazing guy um and he knows what i do for work so be like hey come back when you're ready bro yeah yeah we'll, 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 i got you that's good and so the same thing it's like with practice as the pain point and i tell you this and i'll leave it with this one life is your medicine mm -hmm. it's giving you what you need to evolve so the better you can broach and you've seen me we robin and i had some trouble in telluride and we made an amazing right. video about like, hey, we were close. Like it felt really powerful, really fast. And I looked at it like, I had to be like, sit. What is life trying to show me? Oh, it's trying to show me that I need to be even more, not only for my wife, but for these, for people. And even in this conversation, hopefully I broached. Mm -hmm. Cause we're friends really. Oh, like, they, course, but, yeah. I'm, but like, I want to put a different hat. And hopefully you felt that right now. Oh yeah. This is the hat Absolutely. that I like to use to be like, all right. And then when this video ends, back just be a friend oh of course. <laughs> no you gotta wear different hats I, and i get that and i'm not very good I'm, at that i'm broaching that thankfully with i'm Justin, glad, I'm glad i weaseled in the side door and became friends because <laughs> I, I don't I, I have a hard time with coaches and we've talked about that like hey, who needs a life coach but i need a life coach i just I'm glad we're friends yeah and, it and it's a new coach for me. Yeah. and it's and it broaches it like oh this is a person with experience and he's gone in the trenches he's discovered it through the heart of heart and so i'm like yeah i can resonate I'm a grinder. Let's go. Yeah. Step we, in the box. Been, we've been through the trenches already, yeah. so to speak, yeah. on an emotional, energetic yeah. level. Yeah. And so now we're on the same. So we have a preliminary path. We'll outline that a little bit off off camera, a little bit more on specifics. Fair. But then the idea is checking in with vibration mm -hmm. today too. Like, where, what's frequency? Like, how are we going to? Oh, I'm not that person. What do I got? Check. Vic said this. I can tell you right now. You want a story? Yeah, sure. I can tell you right it's now. Not about. Ten minutes before I got hot, I got about ten minutes before I pass out from hunger yeah. strike. Uh, how do I want to be that? How do I want to check into that? I made the decision. I'm gonna buy the car. I gotta buy the car mm. because that's the best thing for everyone. Sure. Plus, 
I'm gonna buy you a car for your birthday. Why would you be mad at me for that? If you want to be mad at me for that, go ahead. But, I'll make hey. sure I don't post this. Oh, I don't care, bro. I don't care because that's how it's gonna end up. Is like, look, I love you to death. We're doing the best thing I can for everyone right now. You know? Yeah. Well, that's so we that, that's a, another car. Yeah. No, don't that, give that's me like, hey, this. Why are we arguing about talk? stuff that doesn't matter? Look, we need a look, car. I have. I, he will remain unnamed. I once had a two-hour conversation with a very prolific professional surfer. Okay. On the beach in Hawaii. Unnamed. Unnamed. Fair. Opens the door and he immediately, like after 10 minutes, you know, people are around Robin and I, they just start just talking. They just go and I'm like. Throw a striker over, like shoot. Yeah, yeah. And he like basically pointed to the fact that like he's a multi-millionaire. And he's like, why am I being yelled at for taking out the trash? Bingo. Like this is so unimportant in the world we live in. And I could hire 10 people to do that right now. Because in the end, we we feel like, well, there's something else at play. Other, it's not the trash, homie. Right. Start to ask bigger questions, and that's what I leave you with your people. Yeah. Don't say, don't should. When you're talking to a female, mm. like broach that energy with like, well, tell me what your tell me what your expectation is in this one. And if they can't point, if they're pointing to a feeling, and I'm notorious for this, I, well, I just want to feel connected, flowing. Like I want to eat a certain way, I want to work in a certain way, and and beautiful that I, you know who my wife is very clearly. Mm-hmm. I want to know bullet points what that actually looks like. Right. And that looks like well, I want this many hugs, this many kisses, this much of this, yeah. this much of that, like this kind of food, this this kind of um, like net. And like it makes more cost. sense. And it makes more sense because then you'll be like, now then you can go like I have that. Right. Ooh, and I'm still feeling grumpy. Root chakra. Yeah. Check. Sit. Now yeah. you have a system of checks and balances, Makes sense. which helps for that other person. Makes sense. And then they have to go do the work. And then that's where you'd be like, hey, I'm doing my work with me, but I need a little, I need a little space right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could go work on, on you a little bit. Yeah, and it makes sense from a, a relationship standpoint. Yeah. Being able to, and you wouldn't think about that. After 15, 16 years of marriage, you've been married longer. Yeah. It's, you don't really think about that unless someone puts it in that perspective. Yeah. You, I, I need I need your operator's manual. Boom. Give me your operator's manual. Yeah. I don't know how to deal with you right now. Honey. Let's use a football let's use yeah. a football expression. At the, you're on a you're on a free you're in free agency. Yeah. Contract <laughs> renegotiation. <laughs> Bingo! This is the renegotiate. This is my negotiations. What do you think? Yeah. Well, this is what I need as a man. This is what I need as a husband. What do you need? What, what do, you, do you need? What do you need? Right? Even in step or theory, cool. Yeah. Uh, well, and from my perspective, just because of that, like before I even go, this is what I need. I need to check in. I need to be man enough to understand. I need to know first. what you need first. Absolutely. I'm just a big dumb ape. What do you need, mom? Right, what right. do you need? Yeah, yeah. And then once that's outlined in, in not just feelings but also in actual like numbers uh-huh. you know yeah the bullet points, you bullet said points like, and right. it would be weird it'd be weird to sit with your wife and be like no how many times would you like me to take the trash Listen, we, have a, we have a couple's we have a couple's clarity workbook that outlines all this so of i'll course. send it to you guys so that you can kind of like because then it's like hey look what they made yeah, yeah. it's not for me hey check this out Tap yeah and then this way you're like it's not for you and then you'd be like hey what do you think I, end of the week till we get this done because you're going to face with anyone that has struggled with significant trauma uh, and is living in their primary chakras yeah you had your latch naturally you developed your sacral mm-hmm. a little bit so it f- gave you some flow and you got some stuff done but if someone that's like in a compressed tight root yeah web issues weight management emotions sleep um in women uh period ir- irregularities yeah. is resonate and, and so they can't like even expand a little bit into like hey i'm freaking alive right now 
Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, my head is above water and I'm like, look, the goal is to get your head above water, but like then go like swim this way. Yeah. And so a lot of people, myself included at first, is like, head above water, I did it, yeah. woo! And instead, you'd be like, no, 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 no. The work's just, just beginning. Just treading water. You're just treading water. Yeah. Let's go somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so once they understand those analogies, the boat analogies and that, and they do the couple's clarity, like you're facing a greater challenge. And I'm here for it. I got you. Yeah, yeah. But you got to just take a small, let's do one. Yeah. And like, because chances are it's going to happen. You're like, let's, let's do this by the end of the week. Do this little exercise. Yeah. And then you'll be like, when Works. they start dragging, you realize like, oh, that root chakra's closed. And I'm like, hey, I want to have, like you talk from love, I want to have the most amazing Oh, I want to have the most amazing experience mm -hmm. in our life. We got part of this figured out, but I want to figure out these other things. And that's how we tend to talk to each other when we get conflicted. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, there's always a, the last part. I have a buddy of mine that will close off with this one. And he used to say, like, the uh, uh, best piece of advice um, for married couples fight naked. Yeah. Because you can't take that's each other's chairs. You that's seriously like, And it's always comical, but I always think to myself, like, if we had actually done that, you'd be like, man, whatever <laughs> mind, whatever mind, let's do something else. <laughs> yeah, let's do something, do something else. else. So, so I think we yeah. have, a, that's a yeah. great place. We'll put a pin in it and touch base a little bit more on some of these other things. But For I think sure. you have a direction to help you. You feel better? Oh, yeah, man. How do you feel? Yeah, I feel great. My back's tight, but it yeah, always is. <laughs> I'll no, let you go but stretch I feel it out. great, man. I feel great. I've, I've thought about it. This is actually perfect timing. This whole thing was absolute perfect timing. Yeah. Couldn't have come at a better a better opportunity. And I feel I feel awesome. You know, yeah. I got some good steps to, to build better relationships and continue to grow my family yeah. without creating more conflict. And I then you're in your spirituality like your spirituality. There's a very famous mm -hmm. saying, you go to the ocean. I think I told you just go to the mm -hmm. ocean to heal the body, go to the mountains to heal the mind, go to the desert to heal the soul. Where are we, Justin? We're stuck in the desert, bro. We're in the desert. So stuck. what's your heat? Back to being stuck in the desert. But your soul. The soul is on fire. Heal. I know. And we're here in actually a very good spot. Maybe that's why the red rocks resonate with you. It's true. And so the more we can get into life, yeah, we got to ground. Yeah, we got to fast. So we got to eat in a certain way. We got to live a certain way. Mm -hmm. But we have to go upstream and figure out, oh, you have these preliminary things that are just derailing you just a little bit. You, you work on tracks. Like how much does the effort does it take to go chink and then you're yeah. off and running before you're like, Damn, I took the wrong one. Exactly. I'm back yeah. on this one, on this loop. You gotta go all this the way cycle. Back. It's a cycle. So the the trick is to now give you the tools to implement to go, got you, got mofo. You. We're acting this way. Back. I got you. And easy, and that's where that's where I can come in to back you up and be yeah, like, man. Hey, I need the derail. Boom. Alright, let's hop on. Alright, breathe like this. Whoa, wait, wait, because I know you, you're like, you need that process or someone that's looking out here. Mm-hmm. And going, all right, your workouts are looking good. Your food is arcaded. Okay, you're getting this. What was the trigger? Got it. I got your backstory. Hey, breathe into this space. Mm -hmm. Remember that little, that, that one shot, that high school, whatever that is, that right, girl right. said no, whatever that is. Whatever. Like, let's let's pull that apart. Breathe that out. Do the holotropic um, uh, a little bit more um, systemic, mm -hmm. two or three months. Blow it off, reset. And then we start taking that holotropic, to what I call intent. Ooh, I haven't even talked about that. Mm. Right. Um, semi-lucid holotropic mm. where you start now being Sounds able like to manipulate time. manipulate that third eye I want to control see the dragon bro yeah, I don't want him just flying around you're going to saddle him and 
Whatever you want, my friend. Call me Khaleesi. Let's go. Yeah. Excellent job, man. Thank you Thanks, so much man. for being yeah. here. Is there anything else you want? No, just lunch, like you said. We gotta control the nutrition and figure out what we're eating. I need to eat something. So. Uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah. If you're listening to thanks, this guys. or watching this, I know we got really long here. We Hope went down the rabbit it. hole. Um, if you have my, essentially, I'm I'm in a family full of coaches, from my wife to my daughters to myself. If you have any interest in what you just heard and you're ready to instead of just dip your toe in. You ready to jump in two feet, set up a consult, set up a discovery call like you just observed. Or if you want to put your toe in a little bit, be the hero.academy has mm -hmm. a lot of this stuff. Individual, start to work your way through it. Understand. So when you get on the call, we can focus as well. Thanks a lot. Until next time, be well. See you guys. I was gonna start playing.